every scene that PC principal was is in, in is, stole is fucking great. Yeah, he and what a great time for that character where everything's so PC and it's like South Park's really fighting the good fight when it comes to free expression. Yeah, yeah, and that and I love how like. Randy hops on board with Randy hops on board with everything. Randy, yeah, by the way, Big J said that Randy's one of the most underrated characters on South Park. Totally, he's constantly. He's my favorite. I mean, that guy, Randy, was Randy like the, Marsh. Randy Marsh, I thought, is the funniest part of South Park until PC Principal came around, and uh, the fact that Randy Marsh is teamed up with PC Principal just makes it even better. Yeah. I'm going down to South Park, gonna have myself a time. Friendly faces everywhere. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank. Spoiler alert episode. If you don't know, here's what I do for spoiler alert episodes. I watch a movie. I did this with Whiplash, with Sam Morrill, with uh, Dumb and Dumber 2, with Kathleen McGee. And then I just talk about it. I don't worry about uh, whether it's going to ruin anything for anybody. We're just talking about the movie. You know what I mean? At a certain point, you don't get a fucking, oh, I'm not going to. You know the deal. If you're about to go see it, then fucking wait to listen to these episodes until you see it. But generally, most movies, most people don't see. So why not fucking hear about it? Plus, if you're a stoner, you're going to forget what we said anyway. It's not going to ruin anything. And today's episode... Instead of doing a movie, I did a TV show. Guys, South Park is amazing. I have this theory about the range of, of sitcoms. There's, uh, there's the bottom range, which is like 15% of shows. And that, those are just terrible. Those are like almost unwatchably bad. Uh, my old example, I should get a new one actually. But my old example was, was Maz Jobrani's show, Life on a Stick. Um, I don't think he'll be offended by that. He's moved on. It was like 10 years ago. Wasn't even his show. He was just on it. Um, I mean, certain shows you watch it and like, what the fuck is this? Who's fucking someone to get this made? You know what I mean? It doesn't even make sense. It's just terrible. That '80s show. Remember that? And it's like, what is this? From the creators of that '70s show. Look at the show they made when they're barely trying. And then there is the middle range, which is about 80% of shows. And that is shows like Everybody Loves Ray and King of Queens, that 70s show. This is nobody's, I mean, not nobody's, but most people's, almost nobody you know's favorite shows. But they can be okay. They can be decent to, to shitty, but never like terrible. And almost never like blow you away amazing. You know, like the best episodes of Everybody Loves Ray, maybe. We're, we're like that. But you're talking about under five episodes ever. Uh, shows like uh, Parks and Rec. Some people say those would be a top level. But really, come on, guys. That's a year or two. Not for the whole run. Not for the whole run. And not even most of the run. Modern Family had that, too, where the first year, first year and a half, they were amazing. And then most of the writers left. They got new writers. And then you're just you're using fakers. And they're just using the formula. It becomes kind of trite. And you're like, oh, yeah, I get it. Um. But for a while, that was probably in there, one of those top-level shows. Actually, I shouldn't talk. I don't really know how they are anymore. I just know at some point, like in year two and three, they lost me. Um, and then there's the top-level shows, and that's about 5% of the shows. And those shows are amazing. They're consistently amazing. Seinfeld, South Park, Curb Your Enthusiasm. 
uh, a bunch of seasons of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You know, shows that are like, wow, just always fucking killer. The worst episodes of South Park. Some people say they're not always great. The worst episodes of South Park are in line with the best episodes of Everybody Loves Ray. To me. I mean, there's no social commentary like South Park. Nothing has that. It's amazing. It's amazing. And the first season, season 19, episode 1, and episode 2, were all about political correctness. I mean, they tackled it. They took the subject like they always do. They take a subject and they flesh it out. And they do it in a hilarious way. And that's what they did here. They have a new character called PC Principal, and he's amazing. He's amazing. If you haven't seen the show, pause this. Go watch South Park Season 19, Episode 1 and Episode 2. You can go to South Park Studios right now, southparkstudios.com. It'll redirect you to somewhere on Comedy Central. Same thing happens in uh, Canada. It directs you to somewhere on Much. Um, and go watch them. They're fucking amazing. I'm telling you guys, especially that first one. We decided, because I heard Rogan told me that the second episode, Season 19, Episode 2, was an extension of the first and it only sort of is. So we, d- we didn't know that. So we watched the second episode, then did it. We'd already watched the first. Um, really, I should have just done it on the first episode, because the first episode is just fucking amazing. And the second one is kind of like a, a wrap-up. It's good, but it, it's, it's not. No offense. That first episode, was it's one of the best half hours of television I've ever seen. I mean, it's so clear. It's so clear. They have this great habit of not only using their characters as their characters, but also representative of something bigger. And man, they did it. I mean, calling sex a hot Cosby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you got to check your privilege, bro. Listen, you guys, it's going to be a great episode. It's going to be fun. Um, uh, Let's do it. Right. Uh, Here's the deal. I'm in Toronto right now. The Edmonton shows were great. I love Edmonton. That comic strip is a fun place. If you guys live in Edmonton, you got a good club. You should be lucky. Uh, I'm in Toronto, September 29th, Tuesday. It's tomorrow at 9.30, my own show at a giant place. I guess it's the biggest show place I've ever done. (laughs) The Queen Elizabeth Theater. Um, It's like 1,200 seats. So if you have passes, make make passes to that show. And if you want uh, just to buy individual tickets, I tweeted something. I tweeted a link for individual tickets for just if you just want to go to that show. So look at it. It was on yesterday. Um, also, my This Is Not Happening Storyteller shows are taping next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Do you want to come? Well, here's how you do it. Go to www.theblacklist.com. No, no, sorry. www.theblacklistnyc.com slash T-I-N-H. Is that right? Damn it. Damn it. Yes. The blacklistnyc.com slash T-I-N-H. So, <sighs> fill out which, for, which show you want to go to. Only go to one show a night. Only fill out one show a night. But if you want to come to multiple shows... Not two in a night, though. They'll delete both the fucking reservations if you do two in a night. But if you want to go to more than one night, fill out more than one form. Fill out the form and then fill it out again. All right, all right. CAA. God damn it. Why did my reps stop me from doing the work I want to do? Hey, can I call you back in five minutes? Okay, cool. Bye. 
Um, Ari, this podcast is too sloppy. You can't answer the phone in the middle of a podcast. People will no. That's not true. That's not my theory. My theory is real talk. Let's not overproduce. Um, so anyway, that's the Queen Elizabeth Theater in 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 uh, in, uh, in uh, Toronto, and then I'm doing a solo. No, not solo. I'm doing a uh, this is not happening show about suicide. Hopefully, <laughs> it's like it should be fun. It's supposed to be a fun one. I'm gonna do suicide, but in a fun way. Chris Gathard, Allison Door, uh, maybe one other person. I'll get. Um, and that's at the Royal Theater at 10.30 p.m. on Wednesday. And then I go to L.A. And I get ready to do my show. And then straight from there to Melbourne. Sep- no, October 13th, 14th, 15th. And Brisbane the 16th. And then Sydney the week after that. And then straight from there to Calgary in November. Um, all right. Should we start the show? Oh, a couple sponsors. Oh, by the way, if you want tickets, go to arethegreat.com. For tickets, oh, I'll put up a link too for for the storyteller show tickets. For this is not happening, yeah, it's a good idea, right? So give me till tonight, and I'll put up a I'll put up links for that on AriTheGreat.com. Also, guys, if you don't know AriTheGreat.com or AriShavir.com, same shit. It's got all my dates. If you ever wondered about the music for any of these shows, any of these episodes, I put links to the music, usually to YouTube videos on the music. If I have time. Uh, whoever helps with the Photoshop for the week, when I put on Twitter, like I need a Photoshop, uh, I put a link to their Twitter on there. Um, and I put a link to Twitter and Instagrams, sometimes Instagrams, for uh, for the comedians, for the guests, I mean. So go there. There's also extra information. That's that's a cool place to listen to the episodes from. So let's do the sponsors real quick. Okay, the first one is is, uh, is Harry's.com, which I've been using. Okay, it's 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 Razor's. That's what it is. It's razors for shaving. But I've been using it, you guys. I've never used razors before. And it's first of all, it's fun as shit because you feel like a man. Go to harrys.com slash Ari. And they'll give you like, what is it, $20 off? Hold on. Let me find out. It's $5 off. It's $5 off. Use the code Ari. Harrys.com slash Ari. So that means you can get an entire month's worth of shaving for 10 bucks. Guys, they're good razors. They're thick and hard. It's not like the fucking disposable ones. And they're fun as shit. I can shave the top of my head. They show you how to do it. Okay, here's the deal. I'm not taking sponsors of shit I don't believe in. But then once they send me their product, if I fucking like it, then I'm going to talk about it. And it's so much fun to shave like that. I feel like a man. They give you like replacement ones. They tell you how long to, like little booklets that tell you how long to put the, that you're supposed to put the, the shaving shit on your face to really like loosen up, which way to shave with the grain, without... And they're real thick ones. And they're cheaper than fucking going to the supermarket and buying them. Or CVS or whatever. So go to harrys.com slash Ari. Harrys.com. And then go check out. When you check out, put in the code Ari. It's not harrys.com slash Ari. It's harrys.com, H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com. And then when you check out, use the code Ari for that discount. The $5 discount for $10 for a month's worth of shaving. Guys, it's cheaper and it's nicer. Whatever. Do what you want. Do what you want with your life. Do with your, do with, do with your life what you want. Goodbye. All right. Um, they support the podcast and it's cool. I mean, it's cool. I've really been using it. It gets your, your neck so smooth. Um, and also, thank you to FanDuel.com 
for sponsoring this episode. If you go to the right-hand corner, upper right-hand corner, click on the microphone and click Skeptic, um, then you can turn $1 into $200. Someone did it. I don't know who did it this week, but I hope you guys robbed the last guy. I mean, I talked about it. The more I thought about it, at FanDuel.com, if they're showing the names of the fucking winners, they're showing names of victims, everybody. Let's get some free money. Gambling is a great way to do it, but robbery is an even better way. FanDuel.com. You can sign up for one week for one week fantasy things. You can sign up for all sorts of stuff too. Basketball, baseball, whatever you want. Oh, I bet they have a fucking baseball playoffs fantasy. If they don't, they should. FanDuel.com. If you go to the upper right-hand corner and click skeptic, right in skeptic, then um, they'll keep paying for it. And I keep getting to give 100 bucks to people like Matt Edgar. So thank you, uh, skeptic. No, FanDuel.com for giving Matt Edgar $100. Uh, let's start the episode. So ladies and gentlemen, what did I title these in the past? I forget. But Ari Shafir's Captain Tank, episode 238, maybe seven? No, I think eight. I think eight. Spoiler alert, number three, whatever it is. Hot Cosby. South Park, season 19, episode one and two. Here we go. And guys, honestly... Watch the episode. It's great. If you don't watch South Park usually, go to southparkstudios.com or go to ccdirect.com, anything like that. Whatever, however you get shit on demand, watch South Park Season 19, Episode 1. And then also know, if you're blown away by it, that Episode 2 was like a continuation. And it's a, be- it's a way better sequel than any like fucking, what's it called, was. Hangover 2. It ain't like, uh, we're just cashing in. It's still really good. But that episode 1, man. All right, here we go. Start the episode now. Social justice, one, two, three. I want to be PC. It's just the way to be for me. And you. Your hateful slurs are through. I call wee wee on you. We'll fight until you're PC black and blue. We are language police fighting bigotry. Hurtful words can suck our turns, cause it's PC for me! And you! Woo woo! Yeah! Yeah, bro! Yeah, yeah PC, bro! Still texting? Nope. Um, what are you doing, tweeting? Nah, I'm just looking oh. at Twitter. Um, Hot Cosby. Alright, that's it. Episode 2. Episode 1 and 2. Yeah. Some people said they were an extension of each other, but I don't know. I think they were. Sort of. I mean, the, the, the Caitlyn Jenner part... Well, it, the second one started off with the with uh, Kyle giving you know, a speech. Yeah, I mean it's an extension in that way. But the first one seems like it's all about political correctness. Yeah, and this one, the second well, this one, one was kind of too. It was more like yeah. you know immigration. Man, the fact that Garrison was being Donald Trump. Yeah. At first, you're like, oh, he seems like Donald Trump. Then he's wearing the stupid same the white hat. hat. <laughs> that white hat makes Donald Trump seem so out of touch. It's Kinda. even got the rope. I mean, his hair makes him seem out of touch. Yeah. But it's like you're wearing a yachting baseball cap. <laughs> he's like a he's like a a grandpa. Yeah. It's like just like some white suburbia grandpa that doesn't get it. Yeah. I like how South Park will take something and so instead of making it about Mexicans, they make it about Canadians. Just to show how ridiculous it is. It's all about the border. We gotta close the border and build a wall. But then it becomes like, well, let's keep the Canadians out. So then you can really see the issue. Of like how you're treating another human, because mm-hmm. Americans don't really care about Canada, well, immigration wise. Yeah, right. 
I don't think so. I think no. it's all only Mexicans. And then we have to Mexicans say Mexicans are the Canadians ones that, too. I mean, that's what everybody like tries to, that's what Trump's whole thing was. Yeah. Build a wall. To, to, yeah. A, a and Christmas I like that it was Canadians. You're right. It makes it more clear, yeah, like kind of like how we're treating them. Yeah. You can be like, well, they're stealing our jobs. Like, no, no, no. Just look at humans. These are people. Humans. We're just, humans. We're just like, like split jaws instead of. <laughs> Let's keep it there. They're humans. Did you like, by the way, we're doing this from Canada. First, oh, yeah. God, I'm getting Canada. a good dosage of Canada right now. How'd you like uh, what you ate last night? Poutine? Yeah. I loved it. First time. Oh, my God. Tammy was staring at you. Yeah, I know. Like eating it. It's like, look at that. Oh, I couldn't believe it. It was really good, right? And it didn't hurt my stomach at all like everyone said it would. Yeah. Poutine's and I had amazing. it with a coffee. That should have been double shits. No shits. No shits. But you got no just, shits. Just giggles. Um, um, yeah. Let's talk about PC Principal for a minute. The greatest character. This on might TV. be the greatest character. What happened to what happened to uh, 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 who's the old principal? That lady. Yeah, the I lady. I forget. What's she was kind of just filler, though. Sort of. She never really. She yeah. wasn't funny. She was just no, like all on, she did was a downer. Everything that every scene that PC principal was is in, in is, stole is it. fucking great. Yeah, he. And what a great time for that character where everything's so PC and it's like South Park's really fighting the good fight when it comes to. Free expression, yeah, yeah, and that, the, and I love how like Randy hops on board with Randy hops on board with everything. Randy, yeah, by the way, Big J said that Randy's one of the most underrated characters on South Park. Totally, he's constantly. He's my favorite. I mean, that guy, Randy, was Randy like the, Marsh. Randy Marsh, I thought, is the funniest part of South Park until PC Principal came around, and uh, the fact that Randy Marsh is teamed up with PC Principal just makes it even better. Yeah. Yeah, the way he like does the guitar hero and like the fucking the Oh, the, the World the, of the Warcraft dick. episode. Oh yeah. Uh, that like that was like a pivotal the dick puppet. That World of Warcraft episode of South Park like South Park had always been great. We yeah. could all agree that's a great show, but that I don't know, man, something happened in that that season where it was like they just upped the ante, especially with Randy. Especially with Randy. They started using Randy the way that like really just showed him being real funny. Yeah. You remember the episode where like he would uh he would get in fights at little league games and his clothes <laughs> would always fall off and like I fucking love that dude. That's just Randy at his finest. Dude, I cannot believe they showed Donald Trump, aka Mr. Garrison. Oh my god. Getting naked and violently raping the president of Canada. It's like he said, I came here to do one thing. <laughs> Fuck Canadians to death. You're gonna fuck them till their soul leaves them. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> them against their will, pull down their pants, fuck them until their soul leaves them. Because like, can you clarify what you mean by that? He goes, yeah, we're gonna pull down their pants and fuck them until they die. I love the stop signs too. Stop, like buddy. They, they had to change the town and make it more Canadian. Yeah. So they changed. They took the stop signs out that said "Stop, buddy." Stop, buddy. Yeah. Even the square tires, the square everything tires. is like them driving out. Oh, hey, buddy. Yeah. And also, I love how. Okay, so. The whole first episode is is uh, is Kyle not wanting to say that Caitlyn Jenner is a hero to him, yeah. and then he, everybody gets up in arms about it. But he's just like, I'm just saying, she's not a hero to me. Mm. And he goes, if I really had to think about it, I'd say, you know, she's probably a bad person, considering the hit and run to death. Yeah, I like how they show that every time she Caitlyn Jenner yeah. got in the car, she just like ran of over. Of course, a human. South Park's not going to let Caitlyn Jenner get away with that. Yeah. Yeah. She's strong and what is it? She's strong and beautiful. What is what she's are they strong saying? and beautiful? <laughs> I think she's both beautiful and strong. 
Yeah, dude. What a great... Woo, 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 woo. Oh, dude. You're talking about so- Caitlyn Jenner, bro? Oh, man. And when, like, in the first episode where, like, all the other PC guys ran into each other at the bar, like, are you PC, bro? You yeah, PC, bro. Yeah, like, they're all almost ready to attack each other. Yeah. And then it's like, you PC, you are? Okay. It's almost kind of Gestapo-ish. Yeah, I got you know? a very Huntington Beach vibe from the PC people. Oh, yeah. People. The way they worked out, their, their arms didn't even go straight down. They had that workout, like, yeah. arm off to the side. They look like when Dane Cook does stand-up. <laughs> like, he's about to just fight everyone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What? Um, so, okay, so he comes in, he takes over. PC principal uh, takes over for the old principal. And immediately he's like, "We're gonna change some shit." Yeah, cracking heads. But the way he, I like the way the examples he uses as what's gone wrong. He was like, "Cartman, this guy has has pretended to be transgendered just so we can use the women's bathroom, or just so we get his own bathroom." Which is like all these terrible things about PC. And he, what, what what different examples do they have for why he wasn't PC specifically, Cartman? But it was like the whole South Park, really, because. What else Cartman, of course, would be the guy to stand up to. Like every, while well, everybody was worried, Cartman was like, "No, I, I got this. I got this guy. PC principal doesn't scare me." And then he got his ass beat by the well, principal. Well, no. First, he was like, "Let's just give up." At first, he was like, "Oh no, I'm just." No, giving I think up. that came. They had to talk him into it. Like, no, oh, come did on, they talk Cartman, him into it? you're the guy. And he's like, "You know what? Yeah, you're right." And then, and then he, he went got and did up. the butter's underwear. Yeah. But here's the weird thing. So he comes in. He goes to the PC principal. He's like, "What do you want?" He goes, "I'm just here to." Because PC Principal shows as the reason South Park High needs, or elementary needs cleaning up, is a bunch of stuff Cartman did. Mm. One, the transgender thing. Two, um, I don't know, there was like four or five examples of yeah. views of how South Park or Cartman, I forget, had been specifically like un PC. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember. We should have watched that first episode. Again, hold on. It's stunning and brave. That's what she is. <laughs> stunning and brave. <laughs> Look at those meatheads. They're such meatheads. I love it, dude. And the, the fact that they're all frat guys, and when like Randy would keep on getting fucked up with them. Yeah. And you'd just oh be like God. hung over the next day in his living room. But the weird thing is, everyone else, this PC Principal is not just an attack on, on um, Cartman and those guys. PC Principal is an attack on the show South Park. Yeah. He, they, I feel like they're using... The stuff that has been blogged about them yes. as like the way they're, they're going to be attacked. And, and that up. gives them infinite fuel to continue this character and keep on fighting that PC fight. Because you're right. Everything that, that they're getting criticized for by the PC culture is just going straight to this one character. Yeah, because he has wronged it. And, and the thing is, which I've noticed, I've talked to Anthony Kumi about this and a bunch of other people. It's like when you take something off the page... Like you're joking around about something, you make a joke about um, sexism or racism or anything like that. You take that off the page and just like quote just that, and you're like, oh, that sounds horrible. Mm-hmm. But like, there's that's no soul behind it. That's not what the intention was. Cartman becoming transgendered to use his own bathroom is like, yeah, that sounds really offensive, but you don't understand. It's this evil character. Mm-hmm. No one's saying that's okay. The South Park creators are saying that's not okay. His, right. his behavior is abhorrent. In a lot of ways, South Park is satire. Yeah. But if you take it off the page and just say, look what he did. Is, is, are you standing by that to use a transgender bathroom so you could for your own goals? You're like, oh, no. To, I'm not trying to say pretending to be transgender is okay. But the character did it. Yeah. So, so like, don't attack 
a show. The show. It's, it's, it's we like, were trying to show we how were, ridiculous it was. It, we were doing satire on this concept. Yeah, the principal Garrison fucking the Canadian principal to death against his will, like punching him. It's a, that's a violent rape. Yeah, maybe the most violent rape I've ever seen on television. Well, actually. it's also like he, they're they're fighting both sides because like Mr. Garrison's way the other way than PC, but he's wrong too. Mr. Garrison's totally wrong. You know, like kicking out Canadians, like that's like he's completely a racist. Yeah. He is you know? completely racist. And even the way, and it's funny that just South Park is so racist because, like, how they've always portrayed Canadians. But it's all good. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. it's clearly they're just, there's. They're goofing on them. They're goofing on them. But yeah, it's not even that bad. It's just so ridiculous. It, it is. Everything it's almost square, like the jaw, they're making the fun jaws. of South Park because that's like, they'll go to that level. Yeah. Like, that's so stupid. But it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Hold on. He's about to get introduced, PC Principal. Yeah. <laughs> that mouth. He looks like, like the boss. He looks like Mike Ditka. He's drinking his Powerade. <laughs> but this is where he attacks everything. All right, listen up. My name is PC Principal. I don't know about you, but frankly, I'm sick and tired of how minority groups are marginalized in today's society. I'm here because this place is lost in a time warp. Students who still use the word retarded. I- See, like that. Mm. Students who use, like, oh, okay. That's, I guess we're not supposed to do that anymore. Mm. But, like, this show's been on for 19 years. Way before you weren't allowed to use the word retard. Oh, yeah. They've gone with the times. Teacher who said women without wombs should get an AIDS test. Oh, I was a lesbian then. A chef person of color who the children had sing soul songs and who the children drove to kill himself. See, that's what I mean. Like, you take it off the page and it's like, okay, yeah, I mean, the way you sang it sounds terrible. They didn't force chef to sing soul songs mm-hmm. and make him kill himself he was joined scientology and they're like well you can't be part of our show anymore man and yeah. then they're like well you're done forever because you hate the show now yeah um but that's why like but like you take it off the page you put a headline on that's what blogs always do yeah you take a headline and be like you did this evil thing you're like oh i mean there's no defending that there's mm-hmm. only saying you got it wrong it's all the context you put it in yeah Saying retarded, you driving. You set everything up to look horrible, yeah. way worse than it is. Oh, I was like, a lesbian then. That's what they're just trying to defend it slightly, where no one's listening. But it's like, no, no, I, I was a woman then. I was a lesbian saying ridiculous things. Yeah. Principal Garrison had a sex change and became a lesbian. Not Principal Garrison, Mr. Garrison. Yeah. So the fact that anyone without a womb should have a sex AIDS test is like, oh yeah, but. <laughs> a normal character saying that that's a right. guy who got and a sex like change a, yeah. to become a lesbian it was outrageous for that guy to say that when yeah. it happened and now we're just it's like we're just calling that back to like that's what the stupid. joke is yeah that's the joke yeah he got brainwashed by a cult and that's two days detention for you young man we'll see you at four what let me ask you this we're in colorado right where are the hispanic kids huh where are the ethnic and racial minorities well, we have Token. He's black. And that's two days detention for you, Mackie. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> the way he points at him. <laughs> <laughs> but he's sort of right. It's like, where are all the ethnic kids? What do you mean? This is Colorado. There's tons of Mexicans here. Yeah. There's a, I mean, Denver is a huge Latino town. I don't... It's just like, yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. Should we have more people of color? This is just a show. This has always been the show. Mm-hmm. We have Token. We made fun of it. How we have no black people. Yeah. I mean, that's how great this character is that it also like just calls pointing South out, Park on his yeah, shit. I'm saying it's not just calling out South Park Elementary. They're calling out South Park the show. Yeah. 
He's a, a PC principal is an unstoppable force of good calls. Yeah. But the cool thing is, well, let me see if he finishes his rant here of all the things. I got detention. I Googled South Park before I came here. And I could not believe the shit you were getting away with. People claiming to be advocates of transgender rights, but really just wanting to use the women's bathroom. A white man who thinks he's Chinese and built a wall to keep out Mongolians. Ooh, I hate a Mongolians. <laughs> what the f*** is this? Are you f***ing kidding me? <laughs> that's that's what he's saying. That's a blogger talking right now. Totally looking at that guy at, from guy from Shitty Walk. Uh-huh. I go, what the fuck? Is, are you kidding me? This is a, a pure racial stereotype. Yeah, and somebody's typing. Be like, guys, are we not even noticing this fucking horrible Asian stereotype? And South Park's the one saying, okay, here it is, you guys. Here's yep. what you would say about us. Yep. Yes, the Shitty Walk guy is super fucking offensively Asian. PC principle is the spawn of all the PC culture on the message yeah, boards. But the problem with PC culture and, and the PC principle is then you get the people at the bar, the hunter, whatever his yeah. name is, and his buddy, and, and, and I guess Stan was there too. Yeah. Uh, Randy. Uh, Randy was there too. And they're like, you can't talk about Caitlyn Jenner. Well, that's funny that there's those guys watching their P's and Q's and trying to follow along. Yeah, because them. they don't get, they're like, I don't, I don't really understand who yeah, Caitlyn Jenner great. is or why I would love her, but well, I, I have to say it. she's that's beautiful like, and well, strong and, or I'm fucked. And most of the people that are defending her are like that. What do you mean? I, I, most of the people that are defending Caitlyn Jenner are like, it's not that they necessarily like agree with it. I mean, a, a lot of people, of course, probably do agree with it but there's also a lot of her ability to get a sex well yeah all that yeah everything that she's doing there's people that are like really do from their soul go with that and believe that and think that's she even get a sex change caitlin jenner no she still has a dick and she's going to keep it i think so or we're not even allowed to ask it's up to her that's kind of thing it's private you're not supposed to ask even though she's on the cover of vanity fair kind of like how like you don't ask no arm people how they wipe how they wipe yeah you don't it's like you just don't go there (laughs) yeah but like sorry go ahead what were you gonna say um, no, I just think that like there's a lot of people that hate on things because it's just something to hate on. What do you mean hate on? Well, hate in, on what? in this example, we're talking about Caitlyn Jenner, and there's like a like I said, there's a lot of people that have legitimate passion for this for whatever reason they feel pro pro Jenner. Yeah, yeah. pro Jenner, and that's fine. But yeah. then there's a lot of people that it's not even about so much Caitlyn Jenner. They just need somewhere to put their hate, and it's like you could put your hate in somebody that's hating on this. Woo, thing. Woo, woo, yeah, woo. Are you talking it's, about Caitlyn Jenner? Because she's stunning and brave. Exactly. And then the, these people just, it's, again, it's just somewhere to put their hate that for themselves. Yeah, you do want to. And you could channel it that way, and you, you're, you, you almost don't look like a dick because you're actually putting it towards an idea that people are already behind. But even though that's not your idea, and you're not literally, pa- you, there's no passion behind you're the You're not the one like, I idea. found out this woman had a sex change, and I really want to get behind her. I think she's really oh, cool. You found and out there's people hating on it, and you wanted to hate on those people. Yeah, exactly. Because you felt right about it. Hatred meets hatred. You just want, your own team being revered yes yeah that's what it becomes and so what you end up doing is you push everyone else into this period of silence mm-hmm. because you're like how dare see here's the deal i personally i don't even i didn't even know until you told me if she'd gotten a sex change or not or going to i i mean i really just don't care it's all like hormonal therapy and yeah, it's just some person i don't know doing a procedure or not procedure that i think they should be allowed to do it's like yeah man and why would i yeah. give a fuck right i want to do it but whatever i'm, I'm kind of like not in that world i'm kind of like where stan lies where i'm like i don't care that's not a hero to me mm-hmm. you mean my, kyle kyle my feeling is um that's probably a bad person 
You're a reality show star, and you killed someone on the road and drove off. Well, there is that. So besides this procedure you've had done or are having done, there's nothing else that I don't find abhorrent about you. Yeah, and, and I, I also would want to go as far... I mean, if she's a hero, maybe... Like, that's a great point that Kyle made is, like, to some... Yeah, absolutely. But it doesn't have to be your hero. Yeah, it doesn't have to be your hero. It's like, yeah, great, go for it. I mean, that's awesome what you're doing. Yeah, I don't care. I don't give a shit about that. I want to do I mean, that. This, this fucking Down Syndrome ch- kid who just ran the half marathon, you know, or whatever. It's like, yeah, that, I want that to be my hero. That's a hero. Yeah. That so, guy took what he's got. Uh, I, I don't know. On a side note, yeah. I think when people get these procedures and like, and like, I mean, mostly any kind of plastic surgery, it's like, you know, you're just kind of tapping out on what you already got. Like that wasn't enough. And then you, you making that choice to change your body, like literally put thousands of dollars, change your, your, your genetic makeup the way she did yeah. to do that. I mean, that's Her gender. That's something, I mean, that's so deeper than like a, uh, uh, like just your standard boob job. It's like she literally changed like gender. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot. And it's like, there, there's things about me that like, if I were to actually think about it, like, fuck, I wish I was a little bit taller or like, I wish I, I wish was it was stronger, a baller. I, I wish, wish I was, was a, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could I wish all these things about me and I could even do things to make those things happen. I could pay the money to get the, get the whatever to make the thing happen. But then it's like, you're kind of like cheating. You're not, I mean, you you were born into this, you know. It's like accept what you got. You ever hear uh, Burr's bit on Conan about it? Yeah, I love that. That's what killed me when Bruce became Caitlyn. That was like a national news story, like yeah. on a, at a ridiculous level. Right. There's like baby seals washing up on the beach because there's no fish left, and they're talking to this this lady, you know, like so. Bruce, are you gonna go? Can your Olympic back handle a D D cup? Or are you gonna go with like? <laughs> Something a little more perky? No, I'm not being a jerk. I'm not saying that in, in any bad way. I'm just saying, I miss that guy. I miss him already. <laughs> he should have told us. He should have given us a chance to say goodbye. I love, you know, I watched him on the Olympics. I watched him on Chips. I watched him on that horrible show my wife watched where he just walks around in the background. And then it's just like... Nobody listened to him. It's just, it was just, it was so sad. And then, I don't know, out of nowhere. It's just, he just, all he's gone. Gone. he's Caitlin. Then you couldn't react, you couldn't on any level be like, oh my God, you know, what the F? You, on any level, you couldn't say that. Or you're automatically homophobic. It's yeah. like, dude, I didn't hear your inner thoughts. <laughs> I didn't know what you were doing. All of a sudden, you're supposed to. Dude, you shave your beard off. People were like, oh my God, that's your chin? Wow. <laughs> this guy walked out, a dude came back, a woman, you're just supposed to be like, Oh, yes, anyways, Caitlin, that's all I was saying. <laughs> you know, this, this, this housing crisis. Uh, I think the bubble's creating again. I was just... Uh, God, right. God bless him. I God bless her. Sorry, they really freak out about the pronouns, too. Yeah, yeah. You say God bless him, and they're like, her! Yeah. Sorry. Uh, you can see Bill's show. Does, you can see Bill's show. Does anybody remember laughter at Madison Square Garden as part of the New York Comedy Festival on November 14th? For tickets to all of Bill's tour dates, visit BillBurr.com. I love talking to this gentleman right here. I never know what he's going to say. Bill Burr. Thank Always you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, yeah. yeah. You know what? I Oh, this is, that's a great example of what we're talking about. That is because, a great example. Because even, you know, 
so I the, the way I saw that was one morning on the internet there was something I read it or Bill Burr's in like, trouble. Yeah, Bill Burr's in trouble. Credit. And then I read did the, Bill Burr cross the line? And I so I read the article. And the article was like, it wasn't even funny. Nobody in the studio laughed. And this Incorrect. is somebody... Everyone laughed. Oh, yeah. So They're I'm always like, saying that. Oh, so not very much laughter. And it's like, yes, there was. Dude, he killed. Yeah. What are you talking yeah, about? So it was like, so that person... They always change that. They take away the laughter. And it's yes. like, you can't take away the Don't laughter. Don't take away the laughter. And you're stupid, too, because you to can watch it. And you can see that he did get But people killed. won't. But people won't. They will read that quote and the, and the first paragraph and the headline. And they'll go, yeah, it wasn't even funny. They don't even see the thing. They're just angry at you. Yeah. Yeah, but again, it's like somewhere to put hate. You have hate inside of you, and you need to put it somewhere. And the most appropriate place you could find is I when went, you think you're defending somebody. Yeah, I went because I've seen this enough where they take it out of context. I'm like, let me just see the whole Conan clip. Let me just see the whole his whole not just what he said about Caitlyn Jenner, but let me see the context. I want to see the setup. What they said four see, minutes before. Yeah, absolutely. If, if if Conan like pushed him into it, like I just want to see it. Couldn't find it. Oh, I I found it right there. The whole thing. The uh, stuff they had on Conan.com or whatever it was or TBS.com was all just maybe not, that. But maybe not. Oh, no, I no, want no, them no. saying, please welcome Bill Burr all the way until he's done. Oh, you, okay. Yeah, I guess I didn't see that. And but I saw him kill. Yeah, right. It you showed all kill. the laughs and everything. I just is too much about. out of context shit you don't know. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I need to see the entire thing. Yeah. To really get a full understanding, it's not just read this paragraph. It's like, no, I got to read not just the whole chapter. I got to read the whole book. Uh huh. If I really want to talk uh, like educated on it. But most people, myself included, usually won't even do that. They'll be like, let me see what the joke was. And you're like, you're missing the point. Didn't that just happen to Amy Schumer, too? Like, uh, Yeah, she I, got in a little tr- tr- and trouble. And the writer had never seen her. Hadn't, even, like seen that. Her, hadn't like, even seen the stand-up. Yeah. They just saw what she wrote, yeah, what she, she said, just, written down. And she goes, well, that's, that's not right. And like, you didn't even watch go, the thing. Well, who the fuck are you to say that? Well, I don't have to see it because I'm like, no, yes, you do. I, here's my best example. You know Brian Keith Etheridge? Yeah. Okay, he actually wrote for South Park for like a few weeks. Oh, okay. Maybe even a year. I mean, man, I'm not jealous of much, but I am a That's that. pretty dope. Yeah. But um, he used to have this joke when he was a regular store um, about um, going to the laundromat and then, or doing, yeah, going to the laundromat. And he goes, you know, then he accidentally put um, a red shirt in with his whites. It fell in. He didn't see it. It's a new red shirt and it, it, it like bled, you know? It turned everything pink. And then he goes, I fucking lost it. I'm like, these goddamn colors. These colors are ruining the whites. Mm-hmm. They're bleeding all over our beautiful whites and they're ruining our fucking whites. We got to get these colors out of here. And the joke is, that's a miss, like, it's a, it's a misstep, a misguy, where it's like he's not talking about black people. It just no. sounds like that and that's the joke. Yeah. But he's very clearly talking about laundry. colored laundry. Yeah. Saw two black guys in the audience once when he did that joke. And one of them was in the bathroom during the setup. And then he oh, came out, no. and he just hears these goddamn colors, and he go, he like he look at him, he's like, "What the fuck is this?" And he like he like kind of stopped in the back, you know, from the bathroom deck because he was sitting in that that row all the way towards the cover booth, mm-hmm. that row of booths, and um, in the OR. And then he was like, "What?" And he stopped for a minute, and then he slowly walked over to his friend, all angry, and, and the guy's like, la- his friend's laughing, he's like, "What the fuck?" And the guy like says it, and he goes, "Oh, okay," and he kind of calms down. Uh-huh. But like that's what taking something out of context is. Yeah. It's like, well, I, I know what I heard. It's like, yes. you don't know what you heard. Now, imagine if that guy were some, you know, blogger. Yeah, absolutely. And his buddy didn't clear it up. He just walked out and left after And then that. everyone reads that. Uh, Brian Keith Etheridge viciously attacks blacks. Yeah. Black people. Or v- Brian Keith Etheridge uh, thinks black people should die. That's almost like that Kramer thing, you know? Like, even yeah, though, like, like uh, Michael Richards totally, you know, I mean, he really did lose his shit. Yeah, he lost his shit, though. But it wasn't like he wasn't like not hiring black people. 
Yeah, and it wasn't. And it's not like those guys weren't heckling him. They were heckling like crazy and just wanted to hurt him. Here's the thing: when that came out, when the Michael Richards thing came out, I realized that I had said nearly the identical thing to an Arab heckler like two months before, Mm -hmm. like just shitting on their nationality and their race. And just lost it. I mean, they were awful hecklers. They Mm -hmm. thought they were better than the show. You know the type. Yep. And I just wanted to hurt them, and I knew they get proud about that stuff. Yeah, so, so you I'm could like, easily you piece of shit the, Arab, you, you fucking dirty, you fu- whatever it is, you fuck your men in the ass, and you treat your women like garbage, and you're fucking smelly, and all the awful stereotypes about mm-hmm. Arabs. And some of it I actually sort of believe is like a generalization about Arabs. Others, I just think it's out there. I don't think it's true anymore, right. but I wanted to hurt this guy. Yeah, it, well, you felt personally attacked, so you're going to attack. And my comedy was The pers- only my, thing the you know. comedy in general was attacked, was the like only you're heckling. Th- right, Yes. Which is your everything. It's not me that's being attacked. It's my art form that's being yeah, attacked. Yeah, but that's so everything. I'm, I need to get you out of that's, here. Dude, he's yeah. attacking your soul. Yeah. I mean, that's like Absolutely. shots fired. Absolutely. So when you when you you don't know this guy, yeah. so the first thing you're going to go to is like, you're Arab, and like, what's the worst thing I think of that? Because that's all I got, and I know it's going to piss you off. Right, right, exactly. Do you really, are you really that hateful? No, we have friends that are Arab. Like, we don't even think like that. But yeah. it's like, in this context where this guy was attacking you and all you had on him... You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And you just and lost your And shit. I know how proud he is. I know how Arabs are proud. So I'm like, you're going to fuck your friend in the, in the ass because yeah. they're like, they hate homo- like they're super homophobic. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to use that too. To the point where they were angry and had to be held back by the door guys, you know, at the door and be like pushed out the door. Wow. Where was that at? The OR. Oh, wow. Yeah. But like, so the Kramer thinking about it, I was like, it's too far. I'm like, well, I can't really say that because I have done the same thing mm-hmm. to it. And by the way, while that was happening, I remember there were two black guys on the right, and afterwards, you know, that after a crazy heckler, if they leave, there's a there's a moment in the, with the audience, kind of like, "Whoa, what do we just see?" Yeah, you know, they're all part all got of it. Real in here, and it's like, "Wow, they're all kind of like juiced on it," you yeah. know. And I'm like, "Well, that was fun," you know. You had everyone starts laughing because you alleviate the tension, you uh-huh. know. And then I turned to two black guys. I'm like, you guys were laughing so fucking hard. It's great when it's not about black people, huh? Yeah. That's straight racism. You guys got behind it and they just nice. laughed. See, racism ain't so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I guess not. When it's not directed to you, it's like everyone sort of feels it. So you're like, <laughs> mm. But this PC principle, he's making people, these bloggers, these PC principles, these, all these pretty much, they're not even blogs. It's almost like not even saying what the real thing is. It's almost like diary yeah, posts, that they're public diary posts. Well, I mean, anybody badly could, written. Anyone could go up there and grammatically leave their two cents. Yeah, anyone from anywhere, and that's and, what they do. And so, like, well, I got a job at Huffington Post doing my two cents. I'm like, all right, well, you're just some guy. Yeah, Huffington Post called me a rapist. <laughs> Literally the compared me rapist? to a rapist. That's crazy. Yeah. What? What? Where they get that from? It, it was one an editorial about me. Eliza wrote it. Eliza did that. Yeah. Why? She's just, just like that. She deserves it, huh? You know where you've heard that before? I'm like, yeah, and rapes. That's, that's justifying a rape. What are you talking about, Eliza? What are you talking about? Wait, what, why would she say that about you? Yeah, she's go-go girl power. That's not cool, Eliza. It's all right. She got caught up in the moment. I understand. It's definitely not cool, but like, she, I know what it was from. She got caught up in the moment. Okay. I but always like, liked her. But yeah, but it's like to not reread that, like you want to have not no spelling mistakes or grammatical errors. Like you really want to read it two or three times before you publish something. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But all these people want to just be part of it. So like you said, like PC principal and all PC principal's friends where they're like, woo, 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 whoa. Hey, PC, bro? You got to check your privilege, bro. And then they want to be part of this uprising. This like, and they don't really know what's behind it. I, I'm convinced that's how racist groups get together. Like the KKK or like yeah. in my so my high school there was a uh, there was like a group of dudes and um, they were called Team Huge yeah. right 
they're all about the Southern flag and, and, and they huge. actually weren't the worst guys on the planet, but they did rep that, sh- that racist shit. Yeah. And what I noticed was all these guys, like some of them, not all of them, some of them were like real loners, but they happened to be white. And there's one thing we could connect on here. And it was like, no, I have a place to go. Right, I have it a wasn't group. even. I have a group. I have a group. And what's the? What are we up? What are we against? Or like, what are we? What are All we? All not us. Yeah. Which and I should I should state that uh, they weren't actually that racist, <laughs> but they did show the Southern flag and they got like pegged southern into that. Southern flag to me is not racist. Yeah, but they but they were the doing it. Go, every time there's a shooting when that last guy was sh- shot up the church, people were like, we gotta get rid of the Southern flag. I'm like, the Southern flag represents not only that guy. Yeah, Southern flag represents mudding. And, okay, and but fishing but holes. but these kids knew what that meant to everyone else. Oh right, well they were trying to fuck with people. Yeah, sure. They weren't like let's go. But it was all white guy. guys in it, and it was yeah. like and a lot that like some of them were like, real loners. You know really? what I mean? Like, and no, then they just had a group after that, and they were going to go sport this thing just because they weren't alone anymore. And I feel like that's KKK. That's like yeah. all the shit that you get people get behind because they they're alone. And goths, absolutely. Every every and group. these PC people. Yes, well, PC people. It's I, almost from the same just, place. That's just hate fuel. It's just fueled by hate. It's like we need somewhere to put this, and you feel you we're f- so empowered by our things that we're going to hate anything who's not us. Yeah, the same thing as your friends who is in the KKK group, right? And it's more appropriate to hate something that's that comes off as hateful. You, it looks like you're defending something, but yeah. like you're just you're just that's just where you're putting your your shit. Yeah, my thing is that they always end up attacking ignorance as if it's a, a sin instead of trying to educate the ignorant. They try to uh, attack them and 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 hurt them. Where it's like you're ignorant. How come you like a lot of the comments on Bill Burr's thing? Yeah. Where like, why don't you fucking research what it's like to be transgendered, and then you wouldn't have these fucking questions? And it's like, all right, so why don't you tell him? Tell him, yeah. yeah. Did you research it? Yeah, like, well, I don't know well, everything you know about, about your specific cause, or I still want to joke about it. It's like, I'm sorry if I don't know every detail well, about it. Well, that's the funny thing, and dude, that's what Bill Burr's amazing because at the end of the day, I mean, it's in his tone. It's even he'll even say it, but he's like, but uh, what do I know? Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's like, I I'm barely graduated high school. I'm not an expert. And he's also saying, like, just give me some time. Like, Caitlyn, Bruce Jenner was thinking about it until he finally decided, I'm going to be Caitlyn Jenner. Mm-hmm. Burr's point was, he had time to make that choice until it was she. Yeah. Then she sprang it on us, and we have to just accept it instantly. Yeah. When, like, we didn't have time to think it over. Right. You got to give us some time to think it over. And sure. his point about, like, you shave your beard, I can be like, whoa, you look completely different. You change your fucking dick, and it's like, oh, hi, how are you? Yeah. It's like, come on. You got to at least let us go. This isn't like what we're used to. That's all this stuff comes from, to me. It's just, we are used to a thing from maybe media, from TV or whatever. So when you see two gay guys kissing on the street, you're like, well, that's not what I'm used to seeing kiss. You're not against it. It's just not the norm to you. Yeah, there's actually a really good- So it gets your, not your ire, just gets you like, what? Oh wow! There's a really different. good shot on Louis one time on his show uh-huh. where like he was standing at a street corner in New York and the couple behind him was just two guys and they started making out and you see Louis just kind of look at him then double look at him and there's no dialogue here it just makes yeah. it beautiful it's just like he could tell for a second he was weirded out but then the acceptance just hit like right after that it was like oh well, oh, well yeah I guess that does happen right exactly just that just that like that's what like, like, a cross dresser oh, yeah. uh, if you see a dog wearing a fucking outfit of a human, mm. like a full outfit oh, yeah, and standing like, up whoa. with like a bonnet, you're like, what? what that looks fuck? weird. That doesn't look like what I'm normally used to seeing in a bonnet. Yeah. Or as a dog. So it takes you a double take. It's not like this is wrong, this is evil. It's mm. just you're, you can't put it into a category in your brain. No. It takes you an extra second. 
Yeah, it does. And and like expecting everybody to be on board cuz that's also a big one, you know? I mean, this is a famous figure that was always known for being a man yeah. and now it's a woman. And yeah. it's like that's that's not just a uh, I mean, if you actually care, I don't give a shit, so it didn't matter. I didn't know who he was before. Bruce Jenner? Well, I just know him from, I, I know he's Olympian, you know. Like, Gary Veter's joke about it was the best one I've heard. What's that? Where he was like, um, you know, I was watching uh, Bruce Jenner and his friend's like, whoa, 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 man. It's Caitlyn Jenner. And he goes, whoa, 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 I'm only on season three. <laughs> Spoiler! Yeah, wait, he turns into a girl? Oh, why'd you tell me? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just TV. I'll still watch, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the problem is that those guys at that bar are unable to even talk about it and come yeah. to terms with it on their own because they're in fear. Yeah. They're in fear of losing their jobs, of getting beat up. Yeah. Of like, now you are... You the, guys are bullies. You're bullies. You're bullies. You're not letting people like make their own decisions. And that's, it's like you're not accepting... You're all about acceptance and accept the guys that don't accept it. They're part of all of this, they too. They don't have to take your side. Yeah, they don't have to. That's what's great about... As long as they're not... Not hiring someone of of color or gender or, or difference or physically hurting them, it's like then it's just all fine. Whatever happened to agreeing to disagree? Yeah, it's okay. We don't all have to be on the same on the same uh, same. Uh, it's almost like gay marriage, where you go, you can go. Well, I don't believe in it for myself. You're like, well, that's allowed. Are you allowing other people to do it? You're like, yeah, I don't care what other people do. I don't believe in it for myself. Then it's like, I got no problem with that. Then don't get gay married. Don't get it. Yeah, but you can't have a problem with anyone else doing That's it. That's the with weirdest Jenner, one. To it's me. like oh, strange. I'm I'm not used to that. Um, but like, no one's saying like that shouldn't be allowed. Nobody I've ever heard saying that shouldn't be allowed. That Caitlyn Jenner, right? They might just say it's weird. But like, no, I don't. I haven't heard anyone say that should be illegal. Yeah. And so then, like, what are you really upset? What are the PC people really angry about? Like, who are you angry at? No one doesn't think it should be allowed. They're like angry at people that aren't cool with it. That aren't super happy with it. Yeah, that's weird. But in this or show, maybe in people this, that are hateful against her. Because there are people that like... That, yeah, I'm sure it's like, fuck you, yeah. weirdo, queer. Right. But like in this, people are against anyone who doesn't say that she's, that she's stunning and brave. Yeah. And if you don't say she's stunning and brave, we're going to fuck you. Because here's the deal. It's okay to be like, first, like, I think she should be allowed. And then when you get it allowed, you're like, you're, like you said, you still need somewhere to place your hate. So then yeah. it's like, well, you, okay, we got all the people that are against it. Now let's get all the people who aren't totally for it. Mm-hmm. Let's get them too. Yeah. Cause we need, we, we got a lot of hate here. Yeah. Enough to go around. I don't know, man. It's just like, everyone should be allowed to do their own thing. Yeah. Feel how they feel. And, and be okay with people not being like them. Patrice said that. Patrice is always like, so I'd rather have a racist who says he's racist. Oh, Ari's about to sneeze. We can't have dead air, Ari. Oh, just okay. There it is. I'd rather we'll, we'll have edit that, we'll edit that out. <laughs> someone who says that than someone who like you're making them hide it. Mm-hmm. And now I don't even know who's a racist. Wear that fucking Confederate flag. Now I know who you are. Yeah. Fine, but don't have a fucking Confederate flag in your wallet where right. I can't see it. And I don't. I think you're like a normal guy, and you're gonna fucking shoot up a church. I'd rather know who you are ahead of time. Yeah. Careful of that guy. Yeah. You know what, dude? There's also something to be said about the most hateful racist you could imagine. Like, okay, 
I think about this scenario. I actually applied it to Trump in my in my, in my imagination. Like if he really was racist towards Mexicans, yeah. which I don't know. I mean, he said some stupid ass shit, but I don't know. I don't but know. Yeah, where saying he, stupid stuff is not exactly the same as that. But I get. But I let's get just it. go with it. Let's did just he say, say they're he, all rapists. What did he say? Or some of them are rapists. Yeah, that are coming over like here. He'll come over and dude, we're, there's rapists in every culture. But it's like if you look at Scarface, where it's like the people who came from Cuba and that thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's historically or just from the movie Scarface, but like those were the people that. Cuba was like, get the fuck out of here. You guys are animals. Oh, yeah. Get out of here. And they just came over. And then they, you know, they were the criminals. That's who came. So statistically, Cubans they, were. And, like, and there were some Cubans probably about that time. Joy Diaz's mom, who was, yeah. although, yeah, she ran numbers, so I don't know if that's, <laughs> that's the best example. Is but every like, Cuban in the game? Yeah. But like, so I'm sure there's some that were totally peaceful and fun and friendly. You want your neighborhood, but yeah. like, you can still say, like, uh, the ones that came over here as a whole, or a lot of them, or some of them, mm-hmm. were a problem. Yeah. So maybe Trump's saying that? I'm not really sure. I don't really know. I, I'd imagine that he's probably saying something more like that. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah. But let's just go with it. Let's just say he's a huge racist. Because they're not Mexican. sending their best. They're sending some of their worst. Well, but yeah, let's Trump. But let's say he's, he's a racist. Let, in okay. a hypothetical world, yes, okay. Trump is very racist, and he actually hates Mexicans and wants them all to die and go to hell. Yeah. All right? How, does, he, how does getting him thrown off fucking whatever the show is going to help that? Just get, keep him away from me. I don't know. I don't uh, know his so logic. So let's say he is. Let's say All right. Say. So say, uh, you know, Trump's walking down the street and um, there's only one other guy on the same curb that he's walking on. It's a Mexican guy. Yeah. Now, at any other time, Trump would walk by, probably just look down, be dis- di- you know, think whatever thought he wants to think about this Mexican man that's walking down the street. Now, on this day, Trump drops from a heart attack. Okay. Yeah. And he's fighting for his life. Who do you think he's going to reach to? The Mexican guy. Yep. Yeah. At that, those moments, racism, race just doesn't matter. It's out the window. Life or death, when you get down to that, that yeah. right there, as raw as you can possibly be in your moments of death, yeah. then it doesn't matter. So then why don't we just apply that always? Because in the end, we'll all get reduced to that anyways. So you might as well just start at that place. Oh, where, right. Where? So what are you saying? I'm just saying that like... at rather than wait till you die of a heart attack to reach for the mexican man to help help you why don't you just be open to the fact that that guy would be the only guy or could be oh, the right. only guy so accept that, that now like if i was in this position yeah i would reach except for a mexican. that except that this is a person also that like you never know who yeah. i saw a great picture uh, an old black and white picture of this kkk member and he's he's in his robe he's all cut up and he's in the he's in the in a, on a hospital bed he's yeah. like bloody all over he got fucked up and all his nurses and doctors were black really yeah and they're working on him and they're gonna fix him yeah this guy's in the kkk and he's like he was out and something happened in full hood and the only people that he had to save him were these were these black uh doctors it's like that's the same goes there that like you need you know we need each other doesn't matter what the color is. Eventually, we need each other. Yes. So I think like guys like Trump that are so like you know, the guy really doesn't at this point doesn't need Mexicans or in his mind or yeah. like he's Republicans so far removed. That too. Republicans like like Cheney and all these people who are like anti homosexuality. Then if they have a kid who comes out like Cheney's daughter became yeah. a lesbian and goes, you know what? I see it now. Um, they're okay, and it's like, well, couldn't you have imagined? Yeah, it's a like, family member making that decision. They were so. And then how would you feel about that? And now it's like, okay, every human 
sure, that's hard to actually imagine. But if you're a public representative making public policy, mm-hmm. then yeah, you need to put yourself in that position and like think, what if my daughter was homosexual? How would I handle it? Absolutely. And I go, oh, I wouldn't disown her. This is uncomfortable to think about, even if she's not a lesbian. But like, let me think about this. It and can then happen like, to you. Would I disown her? No, that's my daughter. Or yes, I would. You would at least know then instead of waiting like, well, now that my daughter's out, now I can rethink this. Like, why didn't you do that before? You're so the they fucking just vice don't person. have compassion built in. Yeah. It's like they had to develop it because the shit happens to them. Yeah. And then what they ended up wanting a lot of times, like the PC, uh, I, I love how they made, just made it to a frat. Yeah. They just made it into a frat. And those farmers looking at all the frat guys, the PC frat guys, yeah. all partying in episode one. And they're like, how long is it going to last? Like, it's back. Eh, you know? It's just another six years. Yeah, and he goes, oh, last time it lasted six years. And that's when I realized, I was like, oh, yeah, we used to have PC right around mm-hmm. 1999, 2000. 2001. 2001, it was like super PC. And I was like, fuck, that's when Tough Crowd was in. Yeah. That was a response pretty much to PCism. Yeah. And then it went away, and we were able to breathe freely for a while, mm-hmm. and now it's back again. And yeah. I didn't realize, like, oh, yeah, it is back. And the, the farmers were like, last about six years last time, we got about another five years and nine months left. I also think a lot of, of it, this. too, is like the college culture. Absolutely, because they're making blog. They're able to write some HTML and make a good-looking website. Well, so also, they're at real. an age where they're, they're, just, they're just starting to practice having opinions. Yeah. But they don't even have. Out. They're not thought they're out. They're not thought out. They're they're taking in what they learn, and it may not even really apply to them. But they need to have opinions. So, yeah, but know, it's like most of the college think. kids don't work. They don't have actual like forty hour a week jobs. Well, that's they might have a they might have an on campus you know ten hour a week job to pay some bills. Mm-hmm. But like most of them are not fully working. So for you to understand what it's like to work or have an opinion on it, it's like it just comes from a it's okay, but it comes from a place of like they would say ignorance. Yeah. Or you've never been in a bad neighborhood. You come from a rich white neighborhood. Now you're in college and say, it's wrong to be against anyone. And then you're like, go live near USC for a while. Sure. And then see if after a year, you don't just avoid four Latino guys drinking a 40. Yeah. Just cross the street once. Yeah. Instead of dealing with it. Yeah. Like, get your feet wet. Yeah. See what happens after a while. I mean, I remember the first time I got into a car crash out here, and uh, the lady at State Farm asked me, or Allstate, one of the two, asked me... um, what was his name? And I was like, uh, Juan Carlos Alvarado. I think that was his name. And, and uh, she was like, was everybody okay? I was like, yeah, what was, uh, what was his name? I told her. She goes, he won't be okay. Oh. I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? She goes, nothing. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh. But. Well, she's seen it. She's probably thinking steps. Yeah. And I was like, that's fucking evil and wrong to sort of generalize someone like that. But Just now, what, he's if, Mexican? what if she were to be like, okay, okay but like, honestly, like all the calls I get and like all the shit. Right. I, like, like waitresses. No one taught waitresses to tell. No one told them black people don't tip. They learned that on their own. Mm-hmm. That's like something universal, well, not universal, across America. Waitresses have made this new stereotype. Their fathers didn't teach them black people don't tip. Mm-hmm. They learn it yeah. from observation. Yeah. And here's the deal, too, with Juan Carlos Alvarado. He wasn't okay later. He waited a few days and said, I'm having serious neck problems. And she was sort of right. Wow. Now, it didn't affect me at all. He's just suing Allstate or State Farm. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not going to have to see this, whether he's okay or not okay. Right. But the way she goes, like, he won't be okay. Yeah. Meaning like, all right, you know the culture. Yeah. But people would run her out of town. If oh, she yeah. said that I was recorded, they'd be like, you're losing your job, you're fired. Well, the context isn't there, like you're saying. It's like, that was, there was no setup for that. You just heard the back end of like her thinking out loud. 
because she's actually thinking about shit she experiences all the time and you caught the part that was vocal that just that most hateful racist end of it yeah that that's all you get from her so you could go this lady is 100 percent racist because every single time i've dealt with her and right but i'm ignorant that one time i've never dealt with uh with with, uh with uh claims on a fucking insurance so she has every day for the last five years yep and you so now you're making assumptions about her about her assumptions that she's making which is more educated than than yours. Than mine, absolutely. At the same time, she didn't have to say that. She yeah. could have just. But then again, who? Why? Didn't why wouldn't she, she have say to it? Say why that? wouldn't she yeah. say something that actually proved to be true, and probably will prove? True. It's like didn't do anything. It's not going to make me sue or lose anything or get back at him. It's just like here's my prediction, based on that name. He's gonna he's gonna say he's hurt. Yeah. Even though he was walking away fine later, and maybe he did experience neck pain later, you know, maybe maybe. Sure, but, do you normally but Rex like, take about a day or two to sure. your neck gets? But the fact that she said it after hearing that Latino name was like, oh, you've observed something. Yeah, but the thing is that they always want to like get at the people who, who who say these things. They want to get at the at the Cartmans. Yeah, because they, again, they need somewhere to put it. Yeah, but then what are you trying to even accomplish? There's this great article on Clickhole. Which is just a fake. It's like kind of a. Uh, a I just, by the thing. way, just found out it was fake because I saw Clickle. something. I was like, "That's fucking crazy." Yeah. There's a there's a story yeah. that uh, uh oh George Lucas uh-huh. um uh his biggest fan like wrote him a letter so George Lucas uh to like give back uh took a shower in his house <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Showed Sarah. I was like, "Dude, look at this," and she's just like, "No, that's clickhole. It's like the onion." Like, oh my god! Like, why is not everybody talking about this? <laughs> yeah, they hide it really well. So listen to this. Justice at last. When this girl was cyberbullied by a classmate, the internet came together and got her bully to commit suicide! Exclamation point. So oh, that's yeah. who she bullied. That's the bullier. Well, this is awesome. When seventh grader Kendra Lorick found herself the victim of cyberbullying, she was devastated. Her classmate Daniela Cannell had created a Facebook page for the sole purpose of posting cruel jokes about her appearance. Mm-hmm. Within a couple of hours, it accumulated almost 150 likes. Oh, no. The school took the page down quickly, but the pain of being publicly humiliated didn't go away so easily. Mm. Then something amazing happened. Someone posted about Kendra's story on Reddit, and it went viral. Over the next several weeks, thousands of bloggers, redditors, journalists, and regular internet users came together to take a stand against Kendra's bullying by publicly shaming her until the relentless ridicule was so overwhelming that she finally committed suicide. So the bully committed suicide. Yeah. Inspiring. Kendra's school had planned to handle the incident in private by instituting a series of disciplinary measures aiming to both punish Daniela and help her understand why her actions were so hurtful. But the internet wasn't going to let this bully get away with it by learning from her experience and becoming a better person in the process. No. The combined forces of the viral media were determined to send a powerful message to bullies everywhere that bullying will not be tolerated. Or else we'll kill you. And that's exactly what it did. Through articles, 7th grader used Facebook to terrorize classmates. What one cyberbullying attack tells us about the epidemic as a whole. Just re- Here's some Twitter things. Just read about this middle, middle school cyberbully. Damn, how could someone be so evil? Stand up to Daniela. Poor Kendra. Daniela should be ashamed. Hashtag stand up to Daniela. Daniela Cannell, you are disgusting. Worthless human trash. And cyberbullying. And stand up to Daniela. Thanks to the teamwork of thousands of internet users working together to, to, to communally condemn the actions of a seventh grader, any hopes she might have had of getting into a good college or landing a job someday were quickly dashed. Not only that, but her reputation was irrevocably marred. If you keep me score, that's internet one, Kendra's bully zero. Awesome. 
but it was one persistent Redditor's decision to post her address that really sealed the deal. As soon as the death threat started rolling in, it was only a matter of time before the immense stress would lead to Daniela considering taking her own life, which she ultimately did on Saturday. And the internet took a well-deserved victory lap. We did it, you guys. Feels great to take a stand against hashtag cyberbullying today. Stand up to Daniela. Awesome. Stand up to Daniela. Seventh grader found dead in apparent suicide, police say. That person writes, awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So are we... Are what we, an incredible story. Just proves that every now and then a group of strangers on the internet can come together and accomplish something amazing. That's my favorite one, though, is... is uh, Kendra School had planned to handle the incident in private by instituting a series of disciplinary measures aimed at both punishing Daniela and to help her understand why her actions are so hurtful. But nope. No. Like, you won't even get the chance to, to learn. We need her to die. And everyone wants to come in and pile on. Mm-hmm. It's pretty hilarious. They could find that four, five, six years later. They could find this story about, about whatever her name is. It's not real, but about um, Daniela, the bully. They could yeah. find that 20 years later. And someone would go, fuck you. I'm not hiring you because I saw what you did. Yeah. And you're like, I was oh, when 14. I was, yeah. All of Amy Schumer's people that attacked her, and I'm not happy that she apologized. Uh, I think that was a forced at gunpoint apology, and I don't hold by it. And I think it's shitty that she had to do it and uh, whatever. But they're like, it was a two-year-old special. So like all of her fans, anyone who saw that special had two years to have said, I was offended by this. Mm-hmm. Instead of waiting for someone to write up, find anything, any objectionable thing to say, whatever. Let's That's kind of what happened part. to you, though, dude, with your uh, with passive aggressive that yeah, had sure. come out. Uh-huh. This was years after. Uh-huh. I mean, I knew when they, like, when they aired it on Comedy Central after Paid Regular, right? That was uh-huh. like, the first time they actually aired it. Yeah. I mean, I thought for a second that might happen because I remember your special. I, remember <laughs> I thought, like, ooh, she might have to see this now. She's, That's yeah, not good. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I mean, you. I mean, they they completely. Did you get any like real bad threats? Like, yeah, sure. Like death threats? Oh yeah, but I've been yeah, absolutely. I, but I've been getting death threats for I mean over a decade. <laughs> Just another death threat. Yeah, I'm with the amazing racist stuff. They're not gonna do anything. People go like, he received a death threat. That's crazy, and I'm like, oh, it's just crazy for the first month or two. Yeah, and then it doesn't. It loses its meaning. You realize it's just it's just the internet's way of like trying to hit home yeah all so i do when i get a death scariest threat scariest thing that they could do is like yeah. i'll kill you but once they do that i just get their facebook or twitter deleted because it's oh, yeah. such a violation of their terms of, of, of you know so you've gotten people's shit deleted mm-hmm. nice i'm just like well i don't i don't really care it doesn't i don't think you're gonna kill me but um you've allowed me a way to to get rid of Strike your back. Yeah, twitter followers there you go <laughs> so Fucked here up. it is goodbye say bye to your eight followers yeah or whatever it is even if it's hundreds or a thousand or Facebook page where you have all your friends there. Yeah. Start over. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. But the weird thing is with that where it's like, oh, wait. Whoa. Uh, okay, you guys. Break in. This is a break in. This is Ari from his hotel room in Toronto. Not from the condo in Edmonton with, with Edgar anymore. We're going to come back to that. But I fucked up. I fucked up with what I was saying. I do very, very few edits. I mean... There's probably been under five times where I've edited out what some, somebody had said. And that's almost always like when they reveal deep secrets about someone, almost always someone else. And then they go, oh, fuck, dude. I don't know if I can say that part. Um, so I've edited stuff here or there. But, I mean, rarely. Definitely under 10. And never for anything I've said. Until now. So as we were talking, you know, I'm talking to my buddy, Matt. And that's how I kind of got lost in it. 
I was talking to my buddy Matt, and uh, here's my theory on authors, comics, directors. You're not supposed to explain to people your work. If people have questions about your work, you're not supposed to explain it, and you're never supposed to respond to a response to your work. So I messed up while I was talking. And I talked about a response to one of my stand-up works. Um, and I took it out because that's that goes against what I believe in. So, no big deal, but that's what the edit is here. Um, my theory is that um, the work is on the page. Let's just compare it to authors. You don't tell Mark Twain to explain why he used the N-word there. You just read the whole book. You see when it was written. And you go, oh, now I think I know why. It's for the for the it's for the uh, for the fan to analyze it on his own. So um, that's it. That's what the edit was for. Sorry. Now back to the regular scheduled program. And honestly, guys, here's my theory in general: don't take stuff out of context. Look at the whole thing. Don't look at Amy Schumer bit and go, "What was this one joke about?" Look at the whole special, start to finish, and then talk about it. You don't read one paragraph of an author. And say this is a problem. You read the whole chapter and you read the whole book. Hey, you got it? Now let's go back. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, fart, turn, twat. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, fart, turn, twat. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, fart, turn, twat. When they were uh, t- shitting on Trevor Noah's tweets, they're like, "Look at Trevor Noah's racist tweets." I'm like, "That's not how you're supposed to look at those tweets." Yeah. After the headline, racist tweets. Oh yeah. You're just supposed to look at them oh, as that new guy from SNL. Yeah. That kid. Just Who? got it. I don't know. Like some kid that got and SNL. Went back and researched his shit. And found yeah, out some he had jokes. He said, you know, he had jokes, and jokes. they involved like uh, I don't know if they involved rape or what exactly they were, but they were jokes from a comedian. That's just and here's, to be funny. Yeah, here's the crazy thing: no one noticed him. No one cared. Nobody cared. And then, then he got then SNL, put, and it was like, oh fuck this guy. Yeah, you put up a post, and someone puts a post, and people start forwarding, it. it's like this is wrong, and you're like it was wrong years ago yeah <laughs> like, yeah years ago now. but we need something or to do. or it wasn't even wrong years ago but like i don't understand it's like so they just you're right they need somewhere to place their hate and that's what pc principle is yeah he's like you get in line with whatever we say right now or we're gonna fuck you i mean he's such a great character look how angry he is look how angry is. his he's face is just so pissed it's like yeah that's those people are angry people did you hear that do it again. What the f is this? Are you f-ing kidding me? I'm telling you all, this is done. Like it or not, PC is back and it's bigger than ever. Woo, woo, woo. You hear that? That's the sound of 2015 pulling you over, people. Suck it. <laughs> Mic drop. I knew that was going to come just by his, just by his cadence. Yeah. But that's what it is. It's 2015 and PC is back. Like it or not, it's here. Yeah. 
And so South Park is like, make, I love the mockery they're making of it. The, you got to check your privilege, bro. Uh, well, what are we going to do? How are you going to? We're going to haze you. We're going to fucking jump you into this into this uh, frat. What are you going to do? It's like, well, this guy doesn't think Caitlyn Jenner's stunning and brave. Check his privilege, bro. Hey, what was that thing that uh, Sarah Silverman said about PC that like, like, it, it just? I mean, like in the last few weeks, I've been seeing. I, I haven't read it, but it's something about. I think she's like on the other end of it now. Well, no, I think like, I mean, she, I think her point is that we need to change with the times. And if the times are PC times, I mean, we're comedians. So like we should adjust. Okay, sure. I will give you that. I totally can see that. Side I will too. give you that. But here's, here's how I see it. Um, you can't force everyone to change because some people have changed. And here's the deal. I've seen this happen in my life, in my comedic lifetime. I've seen jokes where gay is the punchline. You know, mm-hmm. they're like, where'd you get that shirt? Oh, you're wearing sh- shorts and no, sh- no uh, sh- shorts and no socks and shoes. Like, were you fucking gay? Mm-hmm. And everyone laughs because you call the guy gay. Mm-hmm. That was 15 years ago. And today, if you say that, you get a lot of people who grew up after, you know, MTV started showing, you know, gay episodes all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, when they have singled out and sh- not singled out, but like blind date, they do gay ones. Sure. It's become solely normalized. Mm-hmm. So when you make that joke now, the crowds kind of go, huh, huh, huh. You know, you get a couple old people laugh, and then anyone under 30, 35 just really doesn't laugh unless you're from middle America. And so the crowd will make the comedians update or stop getting laughs. Yeah. So to say the times have changed, it's like the times have changed if the audience won't laugh anymore. Yeah. If they're like, what, what are you talking about? Or if they say like, all, all, if, I don't know, if you make some stupid stereotype, it's just not true anymore at all. People go, what are you talking about? Yeah. Well, there's but, also hacky. Is yeah, like, exactly. And most of like, that shit is hacky now. Yeah, people go, this just isn't funny anymore. And that's why you have to change with the times. But not with the people who control blogs. Hmm. They're not making the times. They're not choosing what everyone thinks. They're just choosing what's forced on everyone's throat. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yes, absolutely, you got to change with the times. But the reason you have to change with the times is if the crowd stop laughing at you. But if they're laughing just as hard, then no. then no. You do not have to change with that time. If Bill Burr justifies a Caitlyn Jenner joke, then no. He does not have to change with fucking well, 18 to 25-year-old culture. Yeah, and, the, and for the most part, Bill Burr just does just fine mm-hmm. being Bill Burr, and he doesn't really have to worry about any of that. Yeah. I mean, I mean Sarah Silverman was the one who, who, who pretty much lied and said she got paid less by this guy. Remember that? Yeah, did you, what happened with that? What happened with the video still up? She pretty much said I was wrong or lied. I don't know what she said, but she, like, oh, I guess I got it wrong. Let's just say benefit of the doubt. She just got it wrong about what how she was paid. Okay. She did a guest spot, and the guy yeah. gave her money for a free guest spot. Yeah, she went out of his way to be like, oh, you're Sarah Silverman. Here, take some fucking, you know, yeah. cab fare at least. Sure. And then she's like, why did I get paid less than Todd Berry? Because he's a man. And then the guy's like, no, because you did a guest spot. Yeah. And guest spots don't get paid anything. I right. gave you extra money, and now I'm in trouble? Right. And so she said, no, that guy's always been nice to me. It's not him. Uh, that video's still up. Levo, the, the women's rights group, whatever, oh. is still showing that video knowing that it is wrong oh, in God. order to get people on site. That's 70 cents a do- on a dollar that women make. That's been proven by multiple economists to be a misguidance of the truth. It takes into account every human in America. Yeah. It says Bill Gates and a housewife. You guys are in the same pool. Who gets paid more? So women make less overall. But it's like, then they show, no, women go into social work more and teaching more. Whereas men go into other things that get paid more. Also, men don't take off for, to have a child. 
that actually means you earn zero now and you're still in the pool. If you take off for maternity leave, you're now making zero. So now, let's say me and you are both making, say, of 10 men and 10 women. They're both making the same amount, $100. And one of the women's, one of the women's, one of the women, <laughs> women's, women's, women's. Uh, goes to maternity leave. Yeah. Well, now women make 90 cents on the dollar that men make because she's not working. And you're like, oh, no, that's just not true. The women that are working there still make the same amount the men make. But by the 70 cents on the dollar thing that you've heard of, they're saying, they would now say, no, see, we're going to make 90 cents on the dollar, and that's wrong. And you're like, that's just not, it's just you're misguiding the truth. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of that. Yeah. So she uses this example of how women get paid less than men, and it's like, Sarah Silverman, any comedian, you have only benefited from being a woman. If you're at the top ranks, Chappelle, he, it's not like he could have gone further if he was a white man. You know what I mean? Sure. And he's amazing. He's one of the best of all time. It's well, not that, but like, it is, didn't hold him back. applying themselves and whatever they are. Yeah. So she's lying, and this group is still putting this li- that what they know now is a lie up. Mm-hmm. And maybe she was wrong, but now it's a lie. Yeah. And, but she actually came out and admitted it, huh? Yeah. Well, then you get, I mean. Well, because everyone told her, like, you were completely wrong. The guy made a video about it and saying, you did a guest spot. What the fuck are you talking about? On that video, everyone, there's tons of people just going, guest spot, guest spot. Hey, Silverman, you did a guest spot. But yeah, I guess you're right. As a, you should change with the time. What was up but her you, ass? Why'd she, sh- like, why'd she do that? Because she's a rah-rah female girl. Uh, girl power. She's a girl she power is. one. And those people are what's giving feminists a bad name. The girl power no matter what. The women get raped, let's ignore the man rapes. Mm. And it's like, no, be equalist. Be what feminism used to be, which is equality. Yeah. Feminists should be up in arms, upset about ha- men having to pay money after they get divorced. Yeah. Like, women, feminists should be like that. We do not accept that. We don't want your fucking money. Yeah, we, we're absolutely. We're grown people. We have, a, we have capacity to get a job just like you. We don't need your money to be married. I don't think it's men you. that get it. It's like who makes the most. I guess so. We're talking alimony? Yeah. Well, yeah. child support's different, too. Well, who has the child? But almost always, it's, it's the men paying the women. Well, it's who's making the most money. Right. And I get it if you gave up 20 years of your life to raise a, to raise a family, it's like, you're just going to get aced out of nothing. But it's like, mm, sort of. Yeah. I mean, you're a grown person, so make money if you want to make money. I know it's the same thing as the football players. You guys don't make money anymore. What should we pay for you? I think if there's a thing, like what happened to my mom and my stepdad when they got a divorce, like he was paying most of the bills, but when they got divorced, she had to get a job, um, but she couldn't really pay her bills because she, her bills were like a married person's bills. Mm-hmm. Where like, you know, it was half and half. So then like, right. when she didn't have that half, she didn't have the, the money. Yeah, it comes from a time too where women couldn't work at all. Yeah. So then like, once they get a job, it's like, well, you're done work. You have to be a housewife now. And then you drop her at 40, and you're like, what am I supposed to do? What I'm going to die. I'm going to die in five years. So then, yeah, that's like... But just, now it's like... Don't get married. Husbands and wives both work. Why would anyone pay anyone else? Like, I don't care who made more coming into the marriage or leaving it. Mm-hmm. You, you both just go... Just, you broke up. Go break up. I mean, pay for the kids, I guess, but you broke up. I do agree. You, you, uh, as an example, she cited her use of the word gay, as in that's so gay. Silverman once defended the use of the word as a standard for lame, but then she stopped herself and realized, I've become a guy from 50 years ago who said, I say colored, I have colored friends. It's not hard to change with the times, and I think it's important, she continued. When you have new information, when you become more aware of the world around you, you can change. Yeah, that's sure. Yeah, but that's what are, who, who runs, who is that's it true. to decide the times? Yeah. I think overall crowds will decide a comedian's uh, overall, what they bring to the table. Crowds, not someone later who's not even in the audience. Who's not even in the audience saying that's wrong, that's evil. I, so I went on radio here, 
And I got a complaint letter that, that Tammy showed me mm-hmm. from this Jewish group and saying one of the hosts while I was on compared um, Jews to pugs. Oh, yeah. said pugs <laughs> are the Jews of the dog community. And he was like, do you think we should complain about this? I mean, what do you think the next step is? Because it seems like this is something we should complain about. Um, the reality was uh, it was radio, so they couldn't see. But I'm the one who said that. Oh, wow. That was me. The Jew. We were talking about pugs and how close they are to dying. I love making fun of pugs. And they're always <laughs> like, they can't barely breathe. You get them excited. They're almost going to die. Several bad Their allergies. eyes are popping out of there. Yeah, they seem like Benji Aflalo. Yeah. And I'm like, those are like, they seem like they're about to die. That's Jews. We have asthma. We have bad eyesight. We have mm-hmm. eczema. Not all of us, but that's a thing. We're like almost dying all the time. Our brains are the only things that keep us alive. Yeah. And you're also a comedian. Yeah, I'm a comedian making a joke. And but the fact that he's thinking, what well, if it's someone else? We need to complain about this. Oh, it's a Jew. We don't have to complain about it. It's like, it's just like I, I, I don't know, man. You're looking for something to complain yeah. about. That's the sick part. Is yeah. It? So no one else noticed it, or maybe they did, but they were just like, Ugh, those guys are offensive. But like, that's it. You roll your eyes and you move on. It's kind of like what Sebastian says about like like Yelp. Like people like give negative reviews on yeah. Yelp. It's like, if I go somewhere, Sebastian says this, if I go somewhere and I don't like the steak, I fucked up. I yeah, won't come here I fucked here up, again. exactly. You don't have to go and shit on this place. It's like, you know. Like, right, I fucked up. Yeah, oh, well, I I'm going to go back and watch that guy. Or yeah. like, I saw Future Islands, and I didn't like them. Yeah, and then I just moved I, on with my life. Yeah. And I didn't I'm bring them down. I'm not going to write a horrible review. It was like, I didn't like the way the guy danced when he was on stage. It was fucking bad. It made me feel bad. It was just like... I'm just not gonna. If people go like, "What do you think of Future?" I was like, "Ah, eh, let's go watch something else." Yeah, we don't have to talk about. It. We don't have to post about it. I can't stand when artists shit on different artists. Yeah. Like, uh, I, 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 mean, I follow a bunch of comedians, you know. Yeah. And like sometimes I'll see uh, somebody talk shit on like I saw. There's this comedian in San Diego that was shitting on the new Modest Mouse album, which offends me because I love Modest Mouse. But even looking past that, it's like, why would you? Why would you shit on? somebody else's they came out with an album the guy put his life into this album that he he came out and so if that's what you do don't you see like you do that what if you know somebody didn't like your album do you want to hear them like do you want to hear them say that do you want to no you don't want to hear them say it but to me it's like i wouldn't tag modest mouse in a tweet saying Saying, "Ugh, a new Modest Mouse album is such so, a fucking letdown." Yeah, well, people I just, fuck I artists. Ta- do I wouldn't. That. Yeah, I wouldn't tag them in it because now you're just trying to be hurtful to a human instead of doing your job as an artist. Like I'm expressing my view of the world, and one of those things is this new Modest Mouse album that that I didn't like or I do like, like, whatever it is. But like to say it's the best thing since pineapple. That's also comedic. If you liked it, you would say that. In a comedic- uh-huh. And it's like, or it's the worst thing since um, diarrhea. I- it's like either way, that's your job to express your feelings about it. You just don't have to let them know. What if? What if the rule was this? And I, I don't think there should be rules. But what if there, the rule was this? I think the world would be a better place. Is like uh, only say nice shit, and you're allowed to say bad shit if somebody asks you what they what you thought. Yeah, your job as a comedian is to express that stuff. Okay, but I'm so saying, to shit on Donald no, Trump. No, no, no. It's like that's your job. I, yeah, I know that. I know that. And it's like comedians, you should be able to go up there and say like fuck this thing fuck that thing anybody yeah. should be allowed to do that but i'm saying in like a uh in like a forum like that that like reaches modest mouse like oh right you know what i'm saying yeah, like, it's like why do it why try yeah, to hurt why, the person's why feelings? attack that guy like you make especially you you're a comedian that you make albums yeah 
And not everybody's going to be on board with the album that you make. So, like, do you want to see people that don't like your album shit on you? Like, no. Yeah. It's bad karma, dude. Yeah, it's like just, just like, meh. I didn't like that. Let's not play yeah, it again. You could just not like it and tell your yeah. friends it's kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, but when it comes go. up, when somebody's like, oh, that Mountain Mouse is amazing. You're like, shut up. It was not. It's like the worst thing. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But we're not That's reaching, what I shit on Stern is when not, people usually bring him up. And then I'm like, ugh. He said what now? Yeah. Yeah. You don't go out of your way to, you know, fuck that guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I sort of agree with Silverman. It's like, yeah, she's saying college people are always on the right side of history, but it's like, eh, sort of. Well, well. But at this point, what they're doing is trying to shut everyone up. There's been articles written by like professors who are like, I'm scared of my students. If I bring up the wrong thing, they'll throw me out. That's what Seinfeld was saying. It's not that he's sexist or something, but he goes, you bring up a thing that could be on the line of sexism, just it sounds like a sexist thing, like Brian Keith Estridge's bit, about coloreds they're like that's racist you're like no it's racial but sure you could write it off as racist if you want but mm-hmm. his 14 year old daughter was saying that's sexist and you're like no no, no. it just it just has some details of some mm-hmm. things that might be sexist but no sure daughter it's not sexist but that's what he's saying college kids do they just go oh what is this no 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 and you're like just hear it out hear it out first yeah I got I got booed off stage in Minneapolis in a big theater when I was open for Guster. Yeah. Their fans are all PC. Yeah, you know, it's all green. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, all good. But uh, I used when I started out stand up, I started doing a lot of Mexican rooms at first. I'm from Orange County, yeah, Long Beach area. So like, there's a lot of Mexican restaurants that do comedy. Oh yeah, sure. Developed Mexican jokes my for the Mexicans. Me- and my mom's Mexican. I, it's in my family, so I had jokes about it. And I it was in this all white crowd. And I did. A, I just brought him up and jokes that would kill in any Mexican room. Like these, these, these white people booed me. Yeah, they were offended. They were. They, they were offended on their behalf. Uh, yes, which they don't under, even understand their behalf. Right, that's the thing. They don't understand it. So they're like, no, see, you have to change with the times. Like, no, you guys have to. Ch- you don't know. You guys yeah. are closed-minded. You don't know Mexicans. Yeah, that's your problem. Yeah, like you, I, I'm literally one. Yeah. So like you, you you're gonna you're gonna hate on me because you think I'm attacking this thing that I'm actually, I love the culture. And by the way, you know, Mexicans, the word Mexican in like the East coast, that's racist. That's crazy. Yeah. And then we got to, we got to LA, me and my roommate, people like Mexicans are doing like, what? You guys can't say that. Why? And they're like, Oh no, out here, they're almost all Mexican where you are. There's a lot of Puerto Ricans and Dominicans and stuff, but out here, almost all the Latinos are Mexican. Yeah. So we're like, Oh, and just so they know, Mexicans are a proud people. Like they're proud to be Mexican. Yeah. It's not an insult if you call them that. It's in, it's like saying Chinese to all Asian people to them. It's calling a Japanese oh, well, person that Chinese. Is, okay, but, but that's, see, that's that's in their heads. They think, oh, what the fuck are you doing? You're like, you don't know what I'm doing. I'm saying this Mexican guy is Mexican. Relax. Yeah, and he'll be the first to tell you that he's Mexican. Yeah. If I do a if I this is why I always notice if I do a, a black joke in a room that's fifty percent black, fifty percent white, or all black, um, it'll go fine. As long as it's not based in like real wrong racism, you know. Yeah. Um, if if I do a place from like uh, joking or like not putting myself, if I do an anti-Jew joke first, they'll be more likely to be okay with it. Those are the things too. You can't take that out of context. That winning the crowd over in order to let them let let them let you take them down yeah. this road. Um, that's all part of it. That's all part of the art form. A lot of people say like it's just words, just jokes. I'm like, no bullshit. I love that these bloggers and stuff are giving us this power. Because mm-hmm. that's all we do have is our words. Yeah, that's all we're dealing with is and, words. And if you're going to hang on to every word, then like, th- but then do it. Yeah. But then do it. Don't take something out of context. Don't tell me like there's no reason to say someone's full name unless you're trying to bully them. When I have said people's full name in multiple stories in later in that special, 
four other people's names. Like, don't, like, actually listen to the words. Yeah. Give it the power it deserves. Stop jumping off at a a, a trigger word. Yeah, and saying, oh, we can't go with this. Like, let me finish the goddamn joke. Trust me to tell you where I'm going. And it's literally, they're like, we're going to go to a good place. Oh, he said the word gay. Now we have a reason to hate him. Yeah. Everybody, we got something to hate now. Yeah. That's the thing, too. It's like, I'm offended by this. Like, well, then why are you, why are you retweeting the article? Oh, if it's serious. offensive, it would make people feel bad. Why are you pushing it at them? I, I, that's one I never understood either. Cecil like, the Lion got killed. Why are you telling people about it? We're trying to ruin their day too? It's it's like uh, uh, when um, that Nicole Arbor. Uh-huh. Everyone um, forwarded it. Everyone forwarded it. And if like that was like really I offensive, thought it was a great troll. don't give her the credit. I thought it was a great troll. I mean, she's a YouTube person. It's just shitting on fat people. And um, I thought she got people up in arms. For someone who did those amazing racist videos and had so many people angry, <laughs> yeah, you guys I respect the shit out of that. from the same cloth. It's like, you got all those people angry. Now, people are like, well, she really meant what she said. It's like, a lot of what she said is like, I totally also agree with. Like, hey, fat, if you're fat, you're, you have heart disease. If you're a friend of mine, I'm mm-hmm. going to try to get you to lose weight. I'm not I gonna don't say want what, anybody to be fat. Yeah, I'm not going to say what you're doing is okay. Because it's healthy. But if you're a black friend of mine, I'm not going to tell you to like lose some skin color. And, and the problem with Nicole, though, I think, yeah. really isn't so much exactly what she said. I mean, yeah. I think she's just, I think maybe we're being a little too hard. You yeah, know what I mean? Sure. Maybe, was she wrong? I don't really, who gives a who fuck? Gives a shit? Yeah. But, but uh, she's a hot white girl yeah. that's skinny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that would come off offensive if you're some fat guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is the other end of that talking. Maybe if it was a fat person saying these things, like, we got, like uh, me included, man, we got to do something. We cannot be this fat. Yeah. This isn't healthy for us, man. I mean, the world's not meant for us to yeah. be this fat. It, and we could actually live better lives. Yeah, it's almost like it's funny where it comes from. Like, if you're a black leader, you can say, like, we have to help the black community grow out of this position where a lot of us are, are, are turning to criminal activities or turning to this. We have to, like care for our children our community we have to mm-hmm. protect each other great okay now a white person who's uninvolved said black people have to take care of themselves and actually help their culture they're like what the fuck is wrong with you? you're a racist yeah and it's like what do you mean it's the same message yeah so who's racist it's like that who's racist the people analyzing it yeah there's also a thing where like whoever's going to be the spokesperson of one side should also like if you're a really great leader should be open to the other sides yeah and be welcoming to the other sides like the Pope is like all about the Quran like yeah, it's it's just like the Bible you know what I mean like gays are here and that means that it's sh- I guess it's okay you know yeah. what I mean like this is the Pope that's about you know the the Catholic Pope yeah. that you. It's never been like this before where there's anybody so open, open to just the times that we're in. Like, yeah, like we said, though, he said like the Quran is almost the same thing as the Bible. Yeah. But if he said that, he said that September like, 23rd of, of uh, 2015. Oh, he would have been If he said September 23rd of 2001. Done. After 9-11, after two weeks after 9-11, it's like you just couldn't get away with it. Oh, yeah. And so to say, like, I know what I feel, it's like you feel this right now because you're in an emotional state. Yeah. Um, what Sarah Silverman in this thing says it's not hard to change with the times and I think it's important and when you have new information you become more aware of the world around you you can change I'm like yes absolutely I would say that but to me I would say the bloggers are not the times Yeah, the people writing shit are not the times the These times guys, are who are you performing for the room yeah the room that's so, something the OR teaches you about life yeah is that like that the only way you're going to survive in that pit is if you really adapt to whoever's yeah. in there. And if, and if you, you will not get as much of a laugh if you just make a straight racist joke. No, dude. You know what I love that you said when you, when you first moved to New York 
Yeah. Um, and you were there for the, f- the first time you were there for like a long time. Then you can't come back to the store the first time. Uh, you said like, dad, I forget how hard the original room is. Yeah. Like you, it's almost like you have to get your sea legs back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I have respect for that room. When I did my special there, I'm not just coming back two days before. I'm like, I come back a month before. Oh yeah. So I could like train, keep, look, get, in get shape. back in that room. It's get high used altitude to it again. training. Yeah. It's like, and then I'll do it. Yeah. And that, and like things like that, like when you, when a comedian's like talks about adapting with the times, I'm like, you're very like, like let's, let's go with the whole Einstein time is relative and just like whatever the time is, is the time you're in the room with these, with these people. Yeah. This is, this is my show. This is my show. This is my show. I'm not going to adapt to, to someone who's not even there. Yeah. So like people got mad at Tosh for, it's like, you can't believe you said this thing. It's like, you weren't even there. Yeah. It's like, well, I can be mad at it. It's like, no, you can't because he knows who he's talking to. I don't curse when I'm making jokes in front of my mother. When I'm with my mother and father and I'm trying to make them laugh, I am not going to say the same things as what I'm trying to make you and, you and Hinchcliffe laugh. You're in, I'm going to be super dark in front of you guys and light and corny in front of them. Because you're in the room with Because I'm reading the fucking audience. Yes. You, sure, you change with the times, but change with the times does not mean you back down to whatever yeah. someone writes on any sort of publication, and let's and if if you're going to change with the times, let's all agree that time is is relative and that it's instantly. Then that means you're literally changing every instant. Yeah. Whatever's happening in that room, <coughs> change it. I mean, yeah. like, dude, you, sometimes you lose them. You find a way to get them back. You sure, know what absolutely. I mean? Like, like depending on how long you're up there, the times are changing even as long as you're there. Yeah. So it's like, what are the times like? Well, according to South Park, this is the PCism, and we're in it for a time where it's like, if you say anything wrong, you're going to be fired. Yeah. And the thing is, not if you say anything wrong at your job. Like that Allstate or State Farm lady, if she had been caught doing that, it's like, mm-hmm. you were at work saying racist shit. It's like, okay, they might have a case there of like, we can't have you on here anymore. Yeah. But if you are at home, mm-hmm. or if you're on social media and tweeting something, even like, I hate black people, this has nothing to do with your job. And people will go like, well, they have a clause where it's like, you know, it shines bad on them. It's like, this is what we stand for in America. I don't necessarily agree with what you're saying, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. Yeah. It doesn't say I'll defend to the death your right to say it, but I'm going to try to get you fired from your job. That has nothing to do with what you're talking about. Sure. Yeah. 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 That's fine though. I mean, it's terrible. Watch yourself at work. Y'all. We're victim culture now. Yeah. But you know. It's like we got great things like this PC principle out PC of it. PC principle, yeah. It fights the good And fight. I hope this, people start saying how ridiculous it goes. You got to check your privilege, bro. I think every, I'm hoping that it's, everyone will make a mockery of that enough that people will stop saying it. It's exactly what's going to happen. Because yeah. he's showing how lame these people are being. Yeah. Like you're, you're being that guy. Yeah. Just, just so you like see. Like we talked to somebody. Oh, I, I know. I talked to my, this, this girl I know. And she was like, ooh, when I watched that, I sort of realized like I'm somewhat that. Because she's like super feminist. Yeah. And it's like, ooh. ooh. I, I like that, huh? It's like, ooh, they're pointing fingers at me. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. They're making fun of me. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, you got to check your privilege, bro. It's like, what does that mean? Check your privilege. What does that mean? Please, someone tell. It's like, and they're like, well, it doesn't mean, it starts with going, you might not understand their culture, but you should because you would never have had to understand that maybe the reason more black people are in jail is because police actually target black people. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't mean they take that and then jump with it and then go, Anytime you're white, you're a problem. And it's like, now you're just being racist. You're lumping me into a group that I'm not part of. And like, yeah. white people have been every president in America. And like, you know who hasn't been every president in America? Anyone from my family. Yeah. So why am I white? 
Right. I've never been president. No one I know has even been in politics. Yeah. You're lumping me in with them. You're being racist, and they have nothing to do with me. Yeah, you're, you're attacking the wrong guy here. I live in the East Village, and the police are there protecting the East Village way more than they are, like, Bushwick. But guess what? Dominicans and black people live in the East Village, too, and they get the same protection. Yeah, it's a good there. neighborhood. What do you think about... Um, PC principal. I'm sorry. Check your privilege, but go ahead and say what you're going to say. Uh, I was say. Check your privilege, bro. I am. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm checking my privilege. We got to go. This is not... Do we have to leave? I mean, really, we do. I got to jump in the okay, shower, too. Okay, let's just go. We don't, have to, we don't have to get in that. I was going to get into feminism, but... What are you going to say? Well, I've noticed... Uh, um, you know, I'm all about that stuff, but like, yeah, I've sure. noticed that like, oh, there's a lot of times I see feminists attacking other women for, uh, for being hot. Yeah, sure. Is that crazy? It is crazy. It's like if you're a feminist, that means you have to think Lena Dunham and uh, and Melissa McCarthy are beautiful. But if you say Megan Fox is anything other than like cheese dickish, then you're a problem. <laughs> like, wait, Lena Dunham and Melissa McCarthy are beautiful, and I can't say Megan Fox is beautiful. Yeah, because that's someone who's legitimately beautiful. Absolutely. So I don't understand why I have to say these people like Tina Fey and and Kristen Wiig are beautiful when they're at best cute. Like, what are you talking about? It's like, do feminists hate hot girls? They hate them. They hate them. See, now everybody needs to band together on that side. Because, you know, I mean, what's the problem? They're showing too much of their skin or... No, not when Lena Dunham does it. Yeah. Lena Dunham's naked every third episode. so you have to be fat. She's brave. Metzger always says this. Lena Dunham is brave because she's gross. (laughs) So to show a gross body is brave. Whereas Megan Fox getting naked is not brave because like how brave would it be to show your awesome beautiful body yeah so by saying she's brave all the people feminists who say she's brave are also saying she's gross Ooh, they don't realize that she's saying she's no she's beautiful and she's brave like well how brave is it to show your beautiful body then oh that's kind of like what happened with you're um, saying she's gross the new girl what's uh oh my Uh god what's do you know i'm talking about zoe deschanel is that it i think so no 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 is it zoe deschanel the show, the new girl. The show, the new girl. Uh-huh. The lead in that. Yeah, I think so. Is that her name? Yeah, I think. Beautiful girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cute. And she and she uh, took a picture of her when she woke up. Yeah. No makeup on. Yeah. And everybody's like, it, she got that same treatment, you know. Every oh, you're so brave. You you. Woke up. And then a bunch of feminists are like, she's she's Go not brave. Show. She's just she's already hot. <laughs> yeah. Like she showed herself just in her natural habitat. Just slightly less hot. Yeah. Oh, not yeah. E- yeah. Well, I like pl- I like the plain oh, yeah, you love I, plain. I love the you love girl- plain. Oh, when they wake up in the morning, that's as good as it gets. <laughs> Don't tamper with it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They're like so brave. Like it's brave to do what men are always doing, just showing their faces. Yeah. I don't then Am I'm, I brave? brave? <laughs> yeah, well they start talking the rape thing where it's like they're they're their first rape is obviously like rape. Grabbing yeah. a girl behind the bushes, oh, holding yeah. her down, God, yeah. sticking your dick inside her as she screams. Yes. That's you should never do that. Then there's date rape, which is a more gray area, a little more sophisticated rape. Sophisticated because they're like, well, nobody's saying she deserves it, and if it's a date rape where it's like you went on a date and then he held you down and wouldn't let you leave, it's like, oh yeah, that's terrible. But if it's like you were making out and then you getting naked and going down on each other, and then and then later she's like, well, I didn't want to do that. It's like, well, now it's kind of gray. Okay, like, did you tell she, the guy then, I don't want to do this? She's drunk also? Yeah, then it became further, yeah, like, she's a- drunk and inebriated. Tripoli's point was, if a drunk girl can't say no, can't have the ability to say no, then women should not be legally allowed to drink. How can you put yourself in a position where you're rapable? Yeah. How are we allowing I that? Mean- <clears throat> I don't think so. I think you know the, the deal. You drink, you make mistakes. I get into fights when I'm drunk. I don't want to do that, but... 
I mean, I don't know, sue the alcohol company. Yeah. But anyway, um, then it became rape is anything where you start to like, so even in Massachusetts for a while, if both the man and the woman are drunk and they have sex, it is rape. It is man, the man raping the woman. Oh, and you we're like, wait, we're both drunk. drunk sex in we're Massachusetts? Both drunk. If she wants to say later, I regret that. Then that was rape. The, on the only man's part. sex I'm going to have in Massachusetts is really drunk sex. Yeah, they're pretty gross. But then the problem is, then so they am try I just going to have to go? I'm just a rapist in Massachusetts. They try to make everything rape, even like uh, things that were later had a different label, like uh, sexual assault or um, or just anything. They were like, that's rape, that's rape, that's rape, that's rape. And so then they started making coercion rape, where if you talk a girl into having sex, you're raped. And at that point, I was like, oh. Like, if the girl's like, I don't want to, like, come on, come on, you should. And now that you're making her feel uncomfortable, she doesn't want to have sex, but she's doing it. And now it's like, are you saying a woman doesn't have free will to just say no? Like, when I'm bargaining and an Arab guy's like, let me fix your car, you know? I'm like, oh, no, Armenian, excuse me. And he's like, I'm like, no, no, I'm good. It's just a burner car, shitty. Like, come on, come on, bro, let me fix it. I can fucking fix it. $30. I can fix that debt. And you're like, no, no. I'm like, come on, come on, bro. If they talk me into it, they didn't rape me. I was just, I'm a grown man who can be like, guys, the answer is no. Yeah. Goodbye. If they talk to you in it, you're kind of a, uh, you know, you're kind of a repair slut. Yeah. And the thing is, too, if coercion, that's what they were calling it, is a form of rape, then I have been raped a lot of times. Mm-hmm. There are many times where I don't want to have sex with a girl, but she's over at my apartment. I feel bad. She's like, come on, come on. What am I going to do? Oh, yeah. What am I going to do? Make her feel bad? So I just feel shitty. Awkward. And the next day I feel bad about it. But she kind of raped you. Yeah. But we're all good. We're not going to go report it. No, I'm not. I'm not going to try somebody throw in jail for that. I'm not going to try to. Just take a little bit longer. I'm a grown man. I'm a grown man. Exactly. And I do feel dirty. I do sometimes feel dirty about it. But it's like I made a decision that I was in that position. I felt weird and. And I did it. Oh well, I guess she, I did. But but she. But let's be clear. She didn't rape me. Right. She didn't I, rape me. I also, you know, have the ability. Just as much as she wants to talk me into it, I have the ability to say no. We're not doing this. Yeah. Or you have to leave now. Yeah. I know I invited you over here, but I don't want to do this anymore. Remember Burger? Uh huh. Yeah, he's evil. He's evil. Yeah. And uh-huh. one time he was saying like he doesn't believe in rape because uh, the your you know the girl's vagina is going to get wet it means she's aroused. So how do you have sex with a dry vagina? You can't. It's impossible. Hmm. So, like, if you're having sex with <laughs> so them. So stupid, yeah. It's so stupid. But it's like, there's a, you know, that's a group. That's, there's a, I mean, There's a senator who said that. that. A senator from North Carolina who's, who's gone, but he was like one of those, like, 20-term senators, you know? And uh, he said, they were like, what do you think of abortion? He goes, no way. He goes, what about case of rape or incest? And he goes, um, incest, I mean, if you're fucking your daughter or something, like, when she's real young, that's something different. But, like, um, rape, he goes, the thing is, you can't get pregnant unless you were enjoying the sex. What? So if they got pregnant, oh, that, proves, good, so, that proves that it was not rape. That's good to know that. And that I guy was, con- was in power in the 90s when I was in high school. Oh, that's great. Like, well, that is fucking fantastic. He got reelected that many means, times like, after that. That, like, we we both got conceived and uh, our parents, like, like that was like a good fuck. Right, it wasn't it was sloppy. Fuck. It was like, my dad killed it. Yeah. My, dad killed my it. mom Dude, just. Yeah. We're supposed to. I'm supposed to be there in 11 minutes. What? Yeah, to do to do uh, that podcast with Cassius. Oh shit! So let's jump in the shower real quick and finish this later. Cause okay. Talk more about South Park. Yeah. Let's oh yeah, we'll do this later. Oh yeah, we'll, and then you're right. I'll talk about it. All right. Dubs. Hey, you have anything to promote? Uh, just my Twitter. What is it? At Matt Edgar. M A T. Yeah, one T E D G A R. Okay. No, you're not going anywhere. No dates coming up. This was the last one for a minute. Okay. But uh, thank you, Ari. 
I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat six for a baller. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat six for a baller. I wish I had a brand new car. So far, I got this hat. Zeh ha kol. That's le episode, everybody. That's how you say episode in French. Le episode. Uh, thank you very much, Matt Edgar. And thank you very, very much, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, for continuing to enrich my life with amazing episodes. Just an, an awesome, awesome show. Honestly, 19 years it's been here. That's nearly half my life. I first saw that Christmas special when I was... When I was in college, I'll, I'll put a link to it if I can find it right now on the website, aritthegreat.com, along with all the music, as always, and my tour dates. Toronto, um, LA for This Is Not Happening, uh, Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Calgary, all those are all there. Um, but yeah, it's college when I saw that, um, I mean, I guess it took like a year and a half, two years before after that after the Christmas special to when the first episode came out, that Christmas special, I laughed so hard at that. Maybe the only thing I've laughed harder online at was uh, early, early on on the internet. There was, I mean, pre-YouTube. And honestly, that that Christmas special, that five-minute Christmas special, that was pre-YouTube. People sent that whole file out to people. It wasn't a link. People sent the entire file. And me and my friends, Shurei Chang, my roommate, Ray Chang, um, we would watch it on the computer. We'd all crowd around and watch it, and I watched it over and over again. And you'd forward or you email it from your wham.umd.edu email, your first email, and you forward it to other people, and they'd be like, "What is this?" And it was amazing. It was amazing. And I think George Clooney got a hold of it and said, "You guys got to have a show." And thank you, George Clooney. This episode is also sponsored by George Clooney. George Clooney. Still not looking old after 47 years. Um, the only other thing that made me laugh that hard was uh, there was this guy who was analyzing in, in words, in written down words, analyzing children's art. Like he would go like all these, all these uh, parents put up, uh, you know, pictures that their kids drew. And I'm here to analyze it. And it was just like so harsh. It was like they draw outside the lines. Like, way to stay inside the lines, you fucking idiot. Hey, moron, fire trucks aren't green. Kill yourself. <laughs> it's just good stuff. Um, anyway, so that's the episode. Ari Shafir Skeptic Thank episode 238. Spoiler alert number three or four. The Hot Cosby, season 19, episode one and two of South Park. Um Thank you also to FanDuel.com. Don't forget to click on the right hand, upper right-hand corner. There's a microphone. Type in skeptic. Um, first 50 people can earn up to $200 on a $1 entry. And to Harry's.com, H-A-R-R-Y-S.com, um, slash A-R-I. Oh, it's not Harry's.com slash Ari. you got to put in Ari at the, at, the, the, at the code when you check out. Oh, guess who has to go and fix the beginning? Use code Ari to check out at harrys.com. It's not harrys.com slash Ari, but it is H A 
com, and then use the code Ari when you check out to get a one month shaving for $10. Guys, I really am enjoying shaving like that because uh, Jews aren't allowed to shave like that. Do you guys know that? Jews have to use – you can't use razors. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Take it up with fake Jew God. <sighs> um, yeah, so that's the episode. Um, th- I thought about it for the last day since I recorded this with Edgar. I don't agree with Sarah Silverman. I don't agree with her at all. No, I agree with her somewhat. I do agree that in general, uh, students are on the right side of history. I do think that. But I think that they're not always right. And uh, they're not thought out. And a 19-year-old is not really a real-world person. Um, they booed... Uh, What's her name? Hoff Summers. What's her name? Susanna Hoff Summers. They booed her off stage at Oberlin. She's a scholar. She's a scholar, and they booed her off stage. Pretty much saying that she's responsible for increasing rape or apologizing for rape, which they're not even listening to words anymore. Um, I think Silverman has always. Um, she's always had a college audience as her main audience. And the thing is with the bloggers also, most of them are not college students. Those bloggers like Lindy West and people who say that just racists like her that only attack white men that say white male comedians. Uh, listen, this is for you about rape jokes as if to say a black male comedian can make rape jokes all they want because she's so racist that she can't see that it's just the joke that matters. Females also. It's just a joke that matters. Don't be racist. Don't be misogynic or, or, or mis- misandrist. Um, but she's always had a college uh, audience. And so to her, if the college kids don't like it, then that's that attacks her sense of income. And she's also had a long history of just buckling, of just apologizing. When anyone finds something undesirable, she just apologizes. That chink joke from 10 years ago, I mean, I heard later she regretted apologizing, but how much do you regret it when you continue to do it? That video, when she found out, when everyone found out that she was just lying or wrong, whatever it is, she immediately was like, yeah, sorry. And that one she should have because she was clearly wrong. She was wrong in her facts. But guys, there is no wrong for stand-up comedy. Was this guy wrong for saying that? Was Bill Burr wrong for making Caitlin Jones? There is no wrong in art. You may or may not like it, but there is no wrong. And if you want to do entire paintings about rape, if you want to do a series of paintings about rape, that, as an artist, is your right. And you should just go ahead and do it. There's no right or wrong. There is... People who are looking at those paintings going, this doesn't make me feel comfortable. I don't want to buy this. That's fine. But there is no crossing a line. There is no wrong. Are you being physically violent to, a, to, a, to an audience member? Then legally that's wrong. But artistically, if you decided like, okay, now in the middle of this bit about uh, uh, Barack Obama uh, using drones, I'm going to punch the shit out of somebody in the front row. I'm just going to beat their ass to let them know the a, a level of violence associated with it. Let's just say that's what you wanted to do. You're not wrong. You'll get arrested. 
But artistically, you are completely in the right. There is no wrong in art. So no, don't apologize. Don't kowtow to what some 20-year-olds want. These aren't even people generally who are at the shows. The bloggers, the people like that, they're generally not even at the shows. So it's people like saying, oh, how can I get offended? And also, guys, if something offends you, I know I'm not talking to the right people. I'm talking to people who don't listen to this. But if something offends you, why would you forward that to other people? If being offended is a negative, why would you share that? Why would you go, hey, everybody, this really bothered and hurt me. You look at it too. You know what I mean? Let it die. Fucking let it die then. Because everybody wants to get their two cents in. It's like what Edgar said. Everybody wants to have everybody wants to have vengeance. They want they the same level of hate. I hate this thing because you hate that thing. Anyway, um fun episode. Thanks, Matt Edgar. Don't forget to check him out. M-A-T-E-D-G-A-R. We never got back to it, obviously. We never got back to it. Um but yeah, and come to my storyteller show, and uh, and that's it, you guys. I love you all. You guys are amazing fans, amazing listeners. That's all Edgar said about it was his first week working with me, like long, like that. And he was like, "Dude, your fans are great. They're so cool. They're attentive. They listen. They don't heckle. They don't talk during the shows. They just listen and laugh. And then afterwards, say, hey, man, you were really fucking good.' And those guys that have been giving nugs to the door guys, they know it. They appreciate it." Give a nug to a door guy campaign. Um, all right, let's call it, right? I don't think there's anything else. Oh, I got to do the Harry's thing at the beginning. Harry's.com and then use the code Ari at checkout for the discount. All right, everybody. I'll talk to you later. Next week, maybe an episode on Bogans. Maybe not. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, bye. If I ever meet the real world, I don't know what I will do. If I can't get any play dough, or wash robes on your shoe, if I'm forced into the real world and see things I do not like.
real world Assuming it would take me I'll never make it through I'll never make it through Just keep me in a safe space, space. space. Any adversity will do